Boys in the Huddle Podcast. It's Ricky, Trey, and Doe back for another episode. And we got Coach Buzz Carruthers out of Nebraska back in the building. What's going on, man? What's going on, What's going on Tito? Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. Nah, man, thank you. Because we got a super-duper special guest today. Yes, sir. Straight out of the great state of Kansas. Already, you already hey, represent yeah. Kentucky legend. Yes, sir. SEC All Freshman Team in 2013, two-time SEC All Defensive Team, SEC Defensive Player of the Year, NBA All Rookie Team in 2016. We got Mr. Willie Cully Stein in the building. What's going yeah. on, baby? Crazy with that. That sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, baby? Yeah, man. Just you know, trying to get trying to get past this craziness going on out here. It's it's really dawned on me the last two days. It's like, dang, I ain't picked up a basketball in like a month. Right. Wow. We gotta yeah, give that it, an, it feels so crazy. Another one round of applause for having Mr. Willie Carlstein on the podcast. We appreciate you. And I want to, yeah. you said it, you haven't played in about a month, which that's interesting. How are players trying to stay active during this time with the coronavirus? What's going on I, typically? They're not. It's just not happening. I'd imagine, I'd imagine the, the, the dumb rich ones, they got their own facilities anyway. So <laughs> they like, they staying sharp, but like, the dudes like that's under the line that ain't quite got that contract yet that they can't spend, you know, OD money on, on facilities and stuff yet. Like it's it's a little bit challenge. You kinda gotta go back to your roots and mm. just like being like ultra you know, by yourself doing home workouts and stuff and trying to like keep yourself mentally into it, you know, watching film and like just, right. just staying into the some the mode. But man, it's it's I don't know, it's it's also it's different when you ain't got like, like I was had a, a hope just to like shoot on sometimes, but I ain't even got a hope. Right, right. right. <laughs> Real fast, uh, I was watching the jump the other day, and Rachel Nichols said the same thing. She said a lot of these, you would expect a lot of these guys to have at least a goal at their at wherever they are, but a lot of them don't. You know, which is is crazy because you know me. Sitting on the couch thinking the professional athletes would have a hoop at the at the crib, but when I come to think about it, when you travel so much and you know right. some of these stops might be temporary, you're not really going to hook your shit up like that because like you just right. got yeah, out mean, to Dallas, absolutely. right? I mean, that's really where it comes down to is like I mean, since I've been in the league, I probably rented already like five, six, seven cribs, mm. right? Right, um, and like one of them had a one of them had a, a hoop. Like that was the, that was good. You like back when I had a like I had a, a whole outside you know court, two goals and everything at one of my houses, and that was lit. Like we was out there all the time playing wars, playing peas in the pod. Like we was always out there. Me and me and my boys was always out there. Like when like now I notice I don't have that. It's like it's like oh man, like I was using that as an escape too. Like right, right, just at right. the crib. Like man, I, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna see my dude. Want to go play peas in the pod real quick. And like, <laughs> I didn't realize I was sharpening my jumper, man, shooting on chain nets and stuff. Right. right. Like, it was just, I came back into that next summer, and, like, after that summer, I was doing 
mad home workouts, like mad home workouts. And like I really wanted to prove that, like, and I don't need, I don't really need, like, to spend a lot of money on, on my game. Like, I could really craft it myself. Right. A lot of people think you crazy when you say that. Like, a lot of people say you crazy, but it's like, oh no, I needed, to, I needed like more self discipline for myself. Like, I kind of like growing up. I ain't know the game like that. So mm. like, people were just dragging me along. Like, mm. nah, this is what you need to do. This is what's going, you're going to make it if you do this. And it's kind of like, when I was a kid, I ain't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even know that I was, that I was nice. Like, I was We're going to get into like, that. Right. We're going to definitely get right. into that. Uh, yeah. But I'm yeah. curious about the coronavirus. We see that Cat's uh, mother recently passed away. I know you guys played together at Kentucky. Um, have you had any conversations with him at all around that whole situation? Definitely sad to hear and thoughts and prayers are with them. Yeah, man. That's, right. that's for sure, man. She was, she was, man, she was wonderful, man. She was a wonderful woman. Um, I just remember she was always at her game. And she always had this big ass smile on her face. Like every time you couldn't help but like feel good when you seen her. Oh. Um, but I, I had reached out um, when, when, she, when we, when like they first told, you know, the world that she had it. Um, she was in the coma, and uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I I, I had just recently lost some people, so like I get it. Like when, when you hit people up, it's just to hit them up. Like, it is I don't even, right. I don't expect to get a response. Like it's just like I need I need you to know that I'm thinking about you, whether you you respond back to me or not. So like you know, like I ain't got a response, but I know like he's seen it. I know like right. I'm stuck with this too. So it's just one of them things. Like it's, it's love all the way around. Yeah, that's what's up. It's always tricky when someone passes, at least with me. I'm I, Sometimes I'm like, if it was me, would, I probably wouldn't want to hear from nobody. But at the same time, I probably would respect or appreciate the fact that you did attempt to reach out. But at the same time, yeah. you just don't want to like bring it back up. And maybe they're not thinking about it at the time. And now you're just bringing it back up. It's tricky. It's tricky. Man, it, it, it really is. And it's just, it's like, you know, especially a guy like him, like, all the things he's accomplished this far in the league and college and stuff like that. Like, you know, I can only imagine what his phone was looking like, you know, like people right. just blowing it up. So like when, when, when my tragedy happened, it was saying, I didn't even want to, re- I didn't want to look at it. Like I didn't want to keep on, you know, saying the same thing. There was a point where I just copied and pasted, like whatever. The same I, whatever message. I, I typed it out once and I just copied and pasted everybody else. Yeah. Like I, but was uh, this just like a generic little thing. Was this the coronavirus? You lost somebody? Nah, man. I had last summer. I had um, one of my cousins. He had, he had got murdered at one of our cousins, uh, Sacramento. It was oh. the craziest shit I've ever endured. Like, oh man! You know, like since that point, I was at my first like real, real death. Like, well, I was talking about like my grandpa, but he, you know, what I'm saying he was sick like for right. a long time. It was, right. Like, different. This was like some real. Like I knew, you know, his time was coming. That was your guy. Yeah. So left field and like so every every ever since that that moment my well, my my life has changed on some different just like mm. what what like I, I started thinking about my legacy then like I used to just be out here you know body. right right <laughs> doing right. whatever I wanted to doing do, your right? damn thing right legacy yeah I think even you know those type of situations and this coronavirus thing it really starts to make you reflect and. Think about how you want your legacy or how you want people to remember you because you don't never know. You go to the store, get the shit, and then it's over. 
You right. know what I mean? So it's like you don't get to see your family and touch them as much right now. So I think, and I hope most of us come out of this better people, appreciate our loved ones more than ever. And there's some kind of silver lining in all this shit, right? It's crazy. Right. Gotta be, man. Unbelievable times. It's still, it's still movie-like. Oh, it's super movie-like. I like, am legend. Today, you know, we went to the store today. Mm-hmm. And the first, we, went to, we ended up going to like two stores. The first store, it was like a line outside. You had to stand, you know, like six feet apart. I'm right. like, there's yeah. no way I'm going to come in here and stand in the line to get to the store. Yeah. <laughs> right. They all got masks on, masks and gloves on and shit. I'm like, yo, this is really some movie shit. Yo. Right. I went to the grocery store a week ago and everybody had the masks and gloves on. I'm like, yo, this shit, if you wasn't scared before, you're going to be scared now. Like, this shit looked like what? the world is ending. Like, what the right. hell is going hey, on? You know some crazier shit? Hey, <laughs> I, bro, I was in there, and I had my I had my, my mask and gloves on. And then even when you kind of got to pass people, you got you kind of got this. You like, got, yeah. Hey, yeah. motherfucker, you, you, got, got, right. you got this shit, bro. Don't you come by <laughs> me, bro. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, you know, I was like, I'm really out here thinking every person I pass got corona. And I'm like, right. I can't believe I'm that paranoid. But it's like, when you see some shit like, you know, Cat's mom, like, you be on like, damn, it's my mom. You good? Like you, you stay inside. You're right, right. Going, right. Not going nowhere. Like, nigga, I I've never washed my hands. <laughs> You've never washed your hands so many times. Yeah, I've never day, washed right? my hands you know? so many times that I have in the past month. I'm about to turn another shade. It's crazy. Right. No, my my uh, yeah, my hands are ashy all day, every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wash them so often. Uh, just just around the house, I'll wash them, and then fifteen minutes later, wash them again. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's it's crazy to me too that like I ain't never like thought about germs until now. But like now, when you look at doorknobs and you look at like your countertops and stuff, like I used to lay a right. fork on the countertop. Nah, I don't lay that fork there no more. Right, right, like, right. I'm like right. panicking around the room, like, oh, what could I set this on where I don't have to like. Make a big deal about it, you know. What I'm it's crazy, and, it's and like crazy. I'm really thinking like that's a that's a everyday problem for me. Like, even at the grocery I don't store, think so yeah, even at the grocery store when the, the lady hand me my bags and then our hands rub against each other. I'm like, oh shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hurry up and get home and wash my damn hands. <laughs> See, I don't do that, and that's probably. Oh, yeah, I did that. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. See, I was always see. It's crazy because it has made a lot of people uh, a little OCD with germs now, and I was kind of already OCD with germs to begin with, and now I'm kind of super OCD. So that's why I've gotten to that point where I'm wiping down the groceries. That's what they tell you to do. I'm too lazy to do it. <laughs> That's my problem. Yeah, I squirt. I squirt the. I squirt the sanitizer in a napkin, and then I just wipe everything down. <laughs> well, we're gonna lighten the mood up a little bit. We're gonna get into the episode here. So, Willie, we start this off with what we call the sucker or OG segments. That's how we're gonna start it. We're gonna get a little bit more into your journey and a few other things. But the first 
topic for the sucker or OG segment. Here we go. So when I say it, you got to stamp it either a sucker move or an OG move. So recently, the Black China has come out saying she's charging people $950 to FaceTime her during the quarantine. And she's charging $250 for a follow back on Instagram. She's she's got to get her grind on. Is that a sucker or an OG move by the Black China? Hey, that's an OG move. Is that an OG move? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go OG as well because I feel what, like you said you said nine hundred dollars, nine hundred and fifty dollars to Facetime with her right now. And people's doing that. <laughs> People are doing it. It's crazy. Well then. She she getting paid to FaceTime her fans. That's OD. That's an OG. You know what? She's I, had a history. I'm going OG too. She's had a history, but it, that is hey, an OG it, move. It's, it's a little floozy. It's a little floozy, but if it's working, and she people are really paying, it's like right. Because here's the thing that I'm thinking. I mean, shit. People already pay for the OnlyFans pages, so. I mean, she right. just has. I'm, I'm looking at it, which yeah, is crazy, as a, as a more expensive OnlyFans page. So, so if hey, y'all said it was an OG move, you, would you do it? Would you do it? Uh, <laughs> oh, we got a pause. Y'all niggas is considering it. <laughs> I mean, say it's not the Black China. Say it. Say it's another. Chick that you uh, obsessed with? Would you pay the nine fifty for the FaceTime? Yeah, you know what? If, if I, I, yeah, yes, I would. I would. <laughs> if, 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 if it, like if it was Rihanna, if it was like Riri, well, that's not gonna happen. And I had it, and I had it. I'd be like, oh yeah, nine fifty, boom, <laughs> we FaceTime it, like easy. It probably have to be like an India. It have to be like an India. You, it probably had to be like an India love. Riri ain't doing that shit. Y'all know what India love is. I mean, is that a name? Yeah, the Westbrook chick, India Love. Oh yeah, I don't know India Love. Y'all don't know her. The gang used to fuck with her. She's bad. She's bad as shit. She's bad. I don't know her, but I'm thinking like, if it was Riri, yes. Rihanna ain't doing no shit like that. There's a reason why Black China's doing it. Rihanna don't need no nine fifty from nobody. You hearing it right now? You hearing it right now? That shit will work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> hey look uh, hey, I listen if it was all right yeah like if if somebody Tito you telling me that if like a male say a, say a male celebrity did that you saying that people wouldn't pay uh, people a celebrity you know if you got some star power there's people that are gonna do it that's a fact that's a yeah, fact so it's an OG move for I mean, sure, but I'm not doing it. You just said that you would do it. That's a difference. If it's Riri, yes. If, <laughs> if it's Riri. If it's Riri. If it's Riri, yes. I'm 950. Bam. Riri, what's up? Even Hi, if it's Riri, Riri, what are you getting out of that moment? I just want to have a conversation. I just want to have a conversation. <laughs> you would pay $1,000 for one opportunity to say what's up. That's amazing. Because that's all you're going to get is a what's up, nigga. You ain't getting no, no, a date. No, it has to be a conversation. No, it got to be a conversation. 
Even it's still, you're not getting no, you're not going to get no physical interaction with her afterwards. It's, it's, no, I don't want physical interaction. I just, I just want a chance to. If it was Hove nine fifty, boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's Hove nine fifty, boom. That's See, easy. I might like, do it. Male, if it's male or female, like if it's a, if it's a Hove, a Rihanna, a uh, uh, a LeBron. Uh, if it was a Kobe, R.I.P. Kobe, like if it's one of them and, and it's nine fifty, I'll do it. So she's like, it's an OG move because no, it's an OG. We've and established then, that. I wouldn't do it, but it's an OG move. Yeah. All right, what's the next? <laughs> next one. Recently, Lil Boosie had his comments to say about Dwayne Wade and his son. We're not gonna get into that. We're not gonna get into that per se. But he came on the Breakfast Club this week and said that Jay-Z reached out to him to set up a meeting so he could apologize. Lil Boosie said, take a walk, Jay-Z. I'm not apologizing for nothing. I meant what I said. Is that a sucker or an OG move by Lil Boosie not apologizing and turning some people's black Jesus, Jay-Z, down. <laughs> uh, I, I will be the first to say that's a sucker move. It's a sucker and move? It's yes. It's a sucker like, move. Why? Because on, man. of the think, subject matter or because of Jay-Z? I think... I mean, the whole I thing, though. Right. I think everything like, yeah. like, like, you, like, you had a problem, you know, you, you ain't have to say nothing, right? What was the point in that? What was the point right. of saying? Like, I don't know. I feel like I as like an that. artist, I feel like you're supposed to be pushing something positive. Not like right, that. exactly, exactly. Like, a little Boosie knows, like, he, that dude's a smart dude, man. He knows like, what he this is about. Right, he knows what this is about. And, and, and he know he know he shouldn't be tearing down like that. He know that. And, that, and, 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 and yeah, I ain't agree with that. I mean, From, just to play devil's I mean, advocate. Now, now, now. Just to play devil's advocate. <laughs> In his mind, he has children, and he believes there's an agenda being pushed that could have a, an effect on his own children, and he's trying to counteract that in some way. Is there anything wrong with that? I, I don't know. I'm just posing the question. You, 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 can, you keep that with your family. You keep that with your children. You have that talk with your children. I mean, you... you, you there's nothing you can really hide nowadays. Every you're exposed to a lot. Whether it, you you might try and keep your kid in the dark at home, but when you go to school, it, <laughs> a whole other world opens up for these kids. Uh, like, so everything is out there, and you have to have those conversations with your kids. Like, so both of y'all you know, are saying it's a sucker move for him not agreeing to the meeting. Yeah, you at least take the meeting, at least. At least take the meeting. You know what I'm I mean, saying? I feel like, you got to know that it was wrong. You got to take the meeting. But, like, for him not to take the meeting, that's, that's like, oh, I know I'm wrong, but I'm I'm almost too cool to, like, take the right, meeting. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like, that is, like, or who I am. Exactly. Man, like, I don't know. I got to, like, take the meeting just, just, to, just to keep it cool, like, society-wise. Exactly, exactly, I, exactly. And Bootsy's already like, said he's lost endorsements. He's lost some deals that he was supposed to be working on because of this. 
And sometimes yeah. this is maybe a situation where we're keeping it real goes wrong, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Like <laughs> now you fucking your money up. Like you got to play right. the game a little bit. Exactly. 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 I'm gonna well, say it's a sucker well, move too. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a sucker move. To. At least because now, if you have a chance to get on the phone with Jay Z and D Wade, then you gotta take that. Right. There's <laughs> so many other <laughs> things that can come from that that exactly. you gotta at least take the damn call. Exactly. The fact that exactly. even one, it's the fact that it's even an option, I feel like you gotta take that. Right. right. If this right. is an option. This is for me to do this. Like, I don't have to go voice it on myself. I got these two moguls of people that can that's going to voice it with me. Like, I right, I got it. exactly, exactly. All right, so come it's on, consensus you better there. Than that. You better than that, Boosie. Come on now. Yeah, come on, baby. You gotta, you gotta be a businessman. You gotta. He's a smart dude. That's the thing. He's a smart dude. He, he, he know that. He know what this is about, man. Well, he got a reality show coming out. It's on the For Us By Us network. Fubu has his own <laughs> network now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I I like it because it's black people, you know, entrepreneurship supporting their own. I hope it does well. I hope it does well. Likewise, yeah. Next right, we one. one we got one more. All right. In nineteen ninety one. After the first championship with the Chicago Bulls, today people skip the White House for political reasons. Michael Jordan didn't go to the White House after the championship so he could play golf for $60,000 against a now convicted drug dealer. (laughs) Is that a sucker or an OG move? By Mr. Jordan, you already know. (laughs) You you already know what I'm about to say. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it don't get no more OG than Mike. (laughs) And it was a and it was a drug dealer. (laughs) Now convicted drug dealer. Apparently, Michael said he didn't know at the time. Is what he said. I mean, who who knows? You don't know. A lot of these guys don't go around saying, "Hey, I'm a drug dealer." They have their money in real estate. I mean, you got wash money. Yeah, he so might I'm not have known. I'm a drug dealer. So, hey, oh, you to me? That's so OG. That's you got OG, OG with him? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's hey, like political political stuff, man. I don't know. I, don't, I ain't really jiggy with the political stuff, so I would have skipped it too. Shit, I would have right. skipped it for way less than that. <laughs> right, and it's crazy because you know right. today. Who was in office? Who was in office? Uh, that was Bush? the first Bush. Yeah, that would have that been the first Bush. Bush. Yeah. And it's first crazy because today that would have been breaking news everywhere. Back then, right. you know, the media right. wasn't like it is today. Right. Like this right. is the yeah, the exactly biggest athlete right. in the world, and he didn't go to that shit to play golf. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> That's crazy. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. What it is. <laughs> All right, consensus. What's that? I said, I'm just like really thinking about that. Like, yeah, I mean, I I never knew that. That's the first time I've ever heard of that, Tito. Yeah, first time. I mean, I was I wasn't even born yet. Like, I wasn't even born until two years after. So I'm thinking, (laughs) right? They say it's supposed to be in the documentary that's coming out on on Sunday that starts on Sunday. So hopefully, that's gonna be fine. Man, I can't wait to watch. Oh Oh, my god. 
wait. Who was your guy growing up, Willie? Who, like who, the only anticipation I've had for a while. Who was the guy right. for you growing up, basketball-wise? Was it Kobe? Was it Michael? Like, who was who was the guy that you said, I want to be, I want to be like Mike? Or maybe it wasn't Mike, though. Maybe it was somebody else. Nah, it was, uh, I think it was, I was in Florida with a handful of people, like, and my mom always kept us laced in, like, here, so, like, there was, there was a point where, like, you know, I had Carl Malone posters, I had mm. Charles Barkley posters, I had Michael Jordan, of course, um, but, like, I didn't really, when I started, when I really grasped, like, what was going on, I wasn't getting spoon-fed, like, who the greats were, like, I don't know, I was a big fan of, like, Tim Duncan, like Chris Bosh. Mm. Um, and, like, that's who I was playing one-on-one against in New York, like Tim Duncan, right? Then that um, makes sense. Because you, you were in absolutely, play a similar absolutely. position, right? But definitely, definitely at that, where you wanted, like, I don't know, like, I was, I was a bigger dude, so, like, I was always getting forced out of that, that spot. Like, I, man, I wanted to be in this Michael Jordan spot. I was always getting mad. Right. Right. <laughs> well, that that leads you know, in, the life. Of, hey, the life of a big, the life of a big dude. Well, that that right, leads in, that. yeah, that leads that. into the to this first question that I got for you. So, how did you get introduced to the game as a kid? Like, what age? Who was it? How did you get introduced to basketball? Man, I don't know. I come from a long line of, of basketball, just athletes in general. So, like, I mean, we're I, I got baby pictures like newborn, like. Few days after, like I got already got a basketball in the in the, in the basket. So, like, I mean, from that point, it's it's game on. Like they they put a ball in my hand quick. So, I mean, like I got you know videos of me hooping on the little tight goals. Like, I mean, that's all that's all starting their craft right there. I think I got into my first organized hoop still like I want to say third grade. When I first played, like, M-A-Y-B was, like, third grade. And, man, it was... In third was grade, like, how tall were you in third grade? Were you always tall? Uh, I, don't, I mean, taller than a taller, probably, like, fourth graders. So I don't know. Like, I, they played me up. They played me up with fourth graders. But, man, I was I was so I, it was so weird. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it was just weird. I, it was, like, mad easy. But then it was, like, I don't know, it was different. Dude, was still my life. A little bit smaller than me, though. So it was like it was still. I don't know. It was, it was odd being. It was odd being bigger than guys older than you. Right. Mm. Right. But you were always playing the big man, or at a youth age, were you kind of playing guard as well, or what was that experience? Nah. So when I got to, by time by the time I got to junior high, I started to figure out like, I'm like, okay, you kind of just gotta. I got tired of like watching watching dudes that wasn't as skilled as me or wasn't as good as me. I got tired of them having the ball. Like, mm-hmm. yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to win now. So then I just started taking the ball, rebounds, and just pushing it. Started like by the time like I got to like junior high, um, my first like real coach that kind of influenced me a little bit on hoops. He put me at point guard, and like everybody was like, "What? Like, why is he at point guard?" Mm. <laughs> What grade was, was like, this? You can press by himself, and I was just going to get layups. <laughs> what grade was this? How old were you? I was like, oh, I fuck with this. Like, I started like diamond one of my homeboys that never got the ball. 
I started getting like mad at sis and then started like racking up. So then I started like really more than like helping my homies out that I never got the ball. And they started scoring more. And then it was like, I don't know, it just started getting fun. And then it was junior high, high, right? This is junior, junior high. high, right, Willie? This is junior high. Okay. Okay. Like 12, 12, like 11, 12, 13. Uh, like, yeah, like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So you just a one man band at that point. Just say, give me that shit. Right. I'm taking this coast to coast. <laughs> right. Fuck y'all niggas. This is we I'm gonna win and y'all can't help me. So that's pretty much what was going on. Yeah, I mean I I I, I did it in a, a different I don't know, I felt like I was like I don't know. You can either come with me or I'm gonna do it anyway, so we can do it together. And then everybody kinda just it stayed was working, so they was like, Oh shoot, we're winning. So like Oh winning and this is in, winning cures all this is in Oh yeah, and Willie, this was this is in in Spearville, Dodge City. Yeah, it's in Spearville. Okay. So let's get into so that. What I'm was relatively, relatively like the same size as people though. Like I might right. be like like one of I had like two teammates that was that was like an inch taller than me at the time. Mm. So then the, mm-hmm. the next year when I'm going into high school, I, I I sprouted up seven inches in the summer. Oh, that was that was what I was curious about. So. You were kind of on the same level as everybody else, on par with everybody. Then then one summer, you just shot up. That's what it sounds like. One summer, you just shot up, it sounds like. Because typically, that's what I hear with really tall people. They kind of are the same height as everybody. And then one summer, they come back and everybody's like, damn. This nigga. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga. Yeah, I just remember sleeping. I just remember sleeping so much that summer, like, I play baseball too, so I'll be like playing baseball, and then I, I just be so tired, and then like I, I just remember like uh, one of my, one of my friends that I played with, his dad, he was like our coach, and he would just be calling me for practice, and I'd be oversleeping because I mean I just I don't know I just slept so much. <laughs> I think that's why I grew because I was like I was like that's going, crazy. I was tired all the time. That's crazy. Yeah, I overslept and stayed the same damn height, so. <laughs> yeah, doesn't work for everybody. Didn't work for me. <laughs> right, right. But, but what, that's crazy, though, because, I, I mean, I had a friend that, that he slept all the time, too. My boy Brandon Lipson, who I played high school ball with, and, and then he's 6'9". Like, but he used to be sleepy all the time. Mm. That's crazy. But what what was yeah. the childhood like growing up? I know you got into sports early. We know you're from Kansas. But what was what was the upbringing like? Like were you guys uh, well off? Uh, you know, were you you know, in a certain environment where you had to kind of struggle and fend for yourself. Like what was the Willie Cauley Stein upbringing and environment looking like during those times? Uh, I mean, we was we was always good, but. I don't really, financially, I don't really, I mean, we ain't had that much for, for sure, but we had, we, I mean, like, my grandma had enough where, you know, we had shoes and, and, like, nice clothes, like, we got to go, you know, spring break and Christmas shopping every year, like, it was, you know, pretty, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know how everybody else grew up, so, I mean, I feel like it was, it was all right, like, I had toys and shit, like, but, like, we was in, it was super simple, though, like, I mean, like, I was playing with sticks for fun, too, at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. I was playing in the mud for fun, too. Like, it was, you know, like, doing, like, 
you know, I'm outside playing army men and shit, like, by myself, you know, imaginary, you know, dudes. Like, I'm watching I'm watching Rambo on TV with my grandpa or something, like, Walker's Texas Ranger on TV. Like, <laughs> you know, Chuck I'm Norris. To be, I'm right. to <laughs> that was my nigga. <laughs> right, 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 right. But well, you know, what's it like growing up in a in a small town like, like Spearville, like, in Dodge City? Obviously, I, I lived out there for a minute, and... It was it was uh it was certainly different just you know I feel like if if I would it would have been a lot different also like if I had like lived with all that that family like exactly right. like I'm you know I'm mixed like uh-huh. you know I, I was already in a good family like a, a like the family name like Stein that we right. had in that town was like already like you know my 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 mom and her sisters won Mad State Champions like my uncle was. Like he he took him to to, to state tournaments and was you know, uh-huh. average thirty something like fifteen rebounds like I had read I didn't know all this until like my grandpa passed away I went home and I was read and clearing out all his stuff and I was reading like he had mad clippings and I was just reading so I'm like yo I didn't know like my family was that cold right you know? right I was like, Man, you know and so ever since that point I'm I'm like you know thinking different like for the whole situation but. It was good. Like I feel like uh, they always kept us in sports. Like we always had enough money to keep us in the sports. Like that was like the biggest deal that that you could probably do around there. Like it's just being in sports. Right. He was cold in sports. Like you was like prestigious. You like you had it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I, I definitely noticed when when I was out there. You know, like high school sports are were you know. Very a very big thing in, in each yeah, like small town. You only have colleges. Like I think the closest college, like like real, like you know what I'm saying, like big name, like Wichita State. Right. We right. they weren't even like like that yet. Well, was, right. It was, like you wasn't even thinking about going there. Right. To be so like enjoy a game or something like that. There was no football. Like we had to travel like to you know K U R K State to watch some some cool. It's football, right, 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 right. But you, you know what so I high noticed? High school football was a big deal. Or high school, like high school sports period. Like I played all the sports just because, like, it was such a small town. You had to play all the sports, otherwise, you wasn't gonna have enough people. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And you know what I noticed from that time? Even with my own parents, like they used to say, you know, that it was a resurgence, maybe of the, of the black middle class, but. Similar to you, we had the Christmases, the birthdays. We never really wanted a struggle for anything. But then you find out years later that your parents were just digging themselves in debt, trying to make their kids happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And that's what what I realized. Yeah. Well, just doing everything to provide for their children. Right. They had jobs and everything. You know, they made a decent salary to, to an extent. But... You were probably, I know for me, I was poorer than I ever knew years later when you find out what they did to provide. My mom's still paying off debt from back in the day. You know, I think I had this, I had this one time, this cutting that, when you're saying that, this, this one time when I was a kid, I had, I don't know, I, I was, I remember like, I think like, like PlayStation 2 maybe kind of had been out for a while. I ain't, I ain't never had one. And, uh, one of one of my classmates was selling his, mm-hmm. and one of my other classmates was like, one of my other classmates was 
was like, oh, you can't. He wanted it too, but he was like, oh, you can't afford that. Like, you're poor. And I was like, no, I'm not. Mm. Wow. Like, what do you mean you're poor? No, oh, I'm not. Wow. I got, I'm like, I'm not poor. Like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not. Mm. Wow. I ran home. I ran home and just to tell my grandma what he had said. And she looked at me and she was like, we are poor. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, no, right. we're, not, like, we're not poor, but like, you know, I guess we was, but like, I feel like we had everything. As a kid, living. you don't know. Right. So that kid right. probably knew you lived in a certain neighborhood that is deemed poor. So he's able to maybe, maybe make that assumption. But at the time, you probably aren't connecting the dots and putting all that together because you're not really struggling from what you can see you're not really wanting for anything because your parents are trying to hide a lot of shit from you yeah i mean and then like growing up in like a little country town like that like i don't know it was like you didn't really need a lot neither mm. to live you know the cost right. down right where i'm at now or like where i've been you know since my journey like your schedule kept me from there or, or made me leave from there, I would be like, I mean, like, if I went back there now, I, you know, like, there's nobody that probably has no more. I mean, not as, I mean, I'll probably make more than the richest person there, like. Right, right. In the summer or, like, in the, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, it's, it's right. Absurd, like, it's absurd, so it's like, I don't know, when I look back it's at probably it. probably the crazy feeling to have. Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's crazy because the way I had grown up when I go right. back there, and I used to right. think that right there was rich as hell. And mm-hmm. when I go back, I'm like, oh, he really, really wasn't that. He didn't really have that much money. He had enough money to make it stuff like make their dream home and all this. Like, yeah, worked uh, years and years to make. Like, he got their dream home and got a family and everything. I guess, like, when I look at it like that, like, damn, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all that is about. That's like, called maturing. It's true, yeah. evolving, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. that's what it's all about. So at what yeah. point did you say, okay, now I real I feel like I can I can maybe make a living out of this game and now you're looking at colleges. What led you to Kentucky? What was the deciding factor there? <laughs> it's crazy because <laughs> I think, so when I first started getting recruited, period, I was like 15, 16. This is right, this is, hey, this is when I, I met Robin Lucas. Uh-huh. <laughs> Robin Lucas. Robin Lucas. The first Robin time Lucas. I ever left. So who's Robin Lucas? Was, all right, so Robin Lucas is an OG in the uh, AAU basketball game uh, from Kansas City. Um, was one of the first guys um, to really uh, get money from the sponsorship from, uh, you know, the big shoe companies. But this is this, that's, that's way before I even... Uh, that was way before, yeah. That's, that's in the 90s. This is the 2000s now. Oh, like, he, was, he used to talk <laughs> so, about it all the time. So Robin Lucas, so, so Robin Lucas is with Mo Canna Lee now at this point. And uh, Mo Canna Lee... Obviously, uh, Tito on the podcast before we've talked about a little bit about Mo Can Lee, how they're one of the uh, you know premier Nike uh, programs in the, in, the, in the summer. Go ahead, Willie. My bad. Oh no, I'm good. 
<laughs> so I like this is the first time I left Southwest Ten. Like and I mean I ain't never really left around. Like I always stayed. Right. I mean, farthest I went was probably like New End, Wichita was like the farthest we ever traveled for for games or anything like that. Now like Tito, Tito, just so Tito has a reference, he's like Dodge City, Spearville. That's out there. That's like Western Kansas. He's mm. closer like, to. They're closer to Colorado than Missouri. Like Colorado and Oklahoma, that's like we're in the corner. Right. Wow. Right. Okay. Okay. And you're talking Tito. You're talking a town of how many people are in Spearville, Willie? Eight hundred. Eight hundred. Damn. I had more people in my high school. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I mean, I, I graduated more people for sure. Right. Hmm. So how do you get? How did? Hold on, let me ask you this question. So how ahead. did this? So go ahead. No, 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 no. Go. Let, let Willie go ahead with Robin Lucas. Okay. With the Robin Lucas story. Oh, so we get a new we get a new high school coach in that like this new guy. He kind of like I don't know, young dude. His name's Jared Sampson. He's like the first guy that really dug into me in basketball. Like really like disciplined me with basketball. Um, he he like I don't know. He was like. A newer guy, so he's like, well, we're going to do it. We're going to go to a, a camp uh, for a week at K-State, a team camp. Like, so we go there, and we, like, we end up having to play at, like, St. James Academy, Raytown South, like, a whole bunch of, like, just all of these kind of – City schools. schools. Yeah, city. city schools. And, like, I was I was playing well. Like, I think I put, like, 20 and 10 on uh, on St. James, and that's when Robin Lucas, he was at that game. And I was I was a freshman at the time, going to be a going to be a sophomore. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, it was he was he, after the game. He came up to me. It's like, man, I ain't never been approached by anybody before. Like, dude, I've been real shell. Like, my grandparents becoming real sheltered. Like, it was I don't know. I moved different. So it was like this dude. This dude just approached me. He was like, hey, man, you like? So he's like, you ever play AU or anything like that? I'm like, what? I ain't, I never even heard of AU before. Mm. Hey, Willie, can you do his voice, Willie? Nah, man, not at this point. <laughs> I wish I could. I'd do it. Man, his, his voice, his voice, hey, it's one his of a voice kind. Tito. Yeah, his voice Tito is. I mean, it's one of a kind. Yeah, like Willie said, it's one of a kind. <laughs> All right, go ahead. My bad. My bad. Like, uh, he came up to me. He was just he he started explaining to me about like Mocan and the program and everything. And if, you know, if I wanted to, to possibly, you know, play on their team. Um, and where is Mocan? Where is Mocan based out of? What part of Kansas? Kansas City. And how far are you from where where their base is? How far would that be? Like six hours. Ooh. <laughs> okay. He's out there, man. He's out there, Tito. Six hours. So, so I was like, man, I have to ask my, I have to ask my grandparents, blah blah blah. So, you know, at the, around the same time, like, like probably like a few months before that, a dude like his name L.J. Goolsby. You know who Goolsby is, right, bud? Right, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the other, he, I mean, he was other. he was recruiting me. He was recruiting me at the time to play for Pumpkin Run, and I I wasn't ready to leave yet. So it's kind of like crazy because like it was just like one of the. It was like damn, I guess I'm ready to leave. Like it's just like a puzzle kind of went into place. But right before right. that, LJ right. kind of gave me come down there for the longest time to like drive down there and, and play with him. I was like ah, like ah, man, that's long. That's a long way. I don't know if I'm really trying. Like you know, I ain't never left before, so I was scared to leave home. Mm-hmm. Finally, you know, I don't know for some reason, Robin. He, and my 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 aunt lived up in the city too, 
like 45 minutes in Baldwin City. She lives like 45 minutes away from like Kansas City. And so like we we drove up there one weekend and met with like Matt and Robin. And Matt really kind of sealed the deal for us. Like, you know, Matt was, you know, he's a smooth talker and everything. (laughs) Matt's my brother-in-law, Tito. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you mentioned him so before. He kind of sealed the deal and kind of convinced it was kind of like made it, you know, he made us feel comfortable of, you know, me coming up there and just possibly staying with like one of the teammates uh, house for, you know, a weekend for practice or something like that. Mm. But like they would drive me like six hours every other weekend for practices and then like we would, I would like stay with somebody when we would go travel for the game. Wow. And like, at first, it was, like, cool. Like, it worked out like that. But then, you know, like, we couldn't afford to, like, drop six hours anymore. So then Robin was like, okay, well, I'll keep him. But, like, I, I, I think I ended up with, I was supposed to stay with him for, like, two weeks. But I, I stayed with him for, like, a week. And then Senior Shields, which was one of my teammates, Siobhan Shields' mom, and she was, like, you know, like. Shout, out to, shout out to Siobhan. You know, shout out to the Shields, man, for real, for sure. Yes, sir. And that's all another touch. UNL, UNL alum, both of them, holla. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and so, so she, she kind of felt bad that I was like staying with John because you know John was animated. He was, he was like, I mean, uh, with Robin, so he was, he was animated, like, like we we we, we would lose a game or something. <laughs> <laughs> Very animated, like a Buster Rhymes, like a Buster Rhymes. Oh man, he was like, he was. <laughs> hey man, it was it was it used to be so funny, but like he was so serious, and it would be like, right? Or he would he kind of like, I don't know. So she 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 felt bad for me that I was staying, and then like right. so she she finally like uh invited me to stay with him for like a week, and then like it turned into like two years. Oh shit! Yeah, like, I, I stayed with him for like a week, and then. I went back home for my sophomore my, my sophomore year, and then uh, that next summer to to play in the youth. I teach uh, shit. I just stayed with him for the whole summer, and then it was like, yo, you should just go to school with us and like play here. I was like, damn. And it kind of turned in like that's what they told me, but then it was like it was really great. Like I, I just wasn't really uh, meeting the requirements. You know, Spearsville. So I had like kind of had a move to go to have a chance to go D one, right? Mm. And how many schools right. were you looking at at the time leading up to that point? Man, I, I was just getting a hell of letters. Like I just remember like mad letters coming to my school, just like from all over, bro. Like everywhere, everywhere. Like I had a whole whole box full of letters. And then I got to like my last my last game at AAU. This is when that's when that's when Kentucky like they they gave me an offer my last game at AAU. Like before that, like my team was like Oklahoma State, K State, mm. Florida, mm-hmm. Alabama. Um, I was, I, I was kind of trying to stay around home. Like, right. like Florida was the farthest one, and like when I went on the visit, it was like, ah, oh, this is cool, but this is this is far. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna like it being like that far. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the time, like, I was supposed to go on this uh, the Kentucky visit. Actually, before hold on, I gotta rewind because this this kind of 
corresponds to. So you know, you know, you know, uh, Trevor Rutherford, obviously, right? Yeah, Trevor. Trevor Rutherford Tito is a point guard from Kansas City. Went to Bishop Meage. Uh, he's a really, really good point guard. Okay. Uh, he plays overseas now. Okay. Played at Alabama. Played at Alabama. So when I went there on my visit, he was my host. And like, you know, I already had a kind of relationship from him through uh, Eric Stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would just be in the gym uh, working out. Um, and so, like, they was like, yo, come come here. Like, we'll let you rock. Like, let you, we'll let you, you know, play the four spot and let you really, like, stretch your game out. And I was like, yo, that's enticing. Like, you know, like, that sounds good. That sounds mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, mm-hmm. I actually, I want to do that. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I go on the visit. Man, fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, Trevor was there. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it was, it was, it was a movie. It was real. like, was it like a he got game? Was it like a he got game visit? That's what we want to know. <laughs> That's what nah, we really want to know, nigga. Was it yeah, like the he got game? That shit is real. That's that's that's, that's real events they talking like. That's, like <laughs> Those are that's, that's facts, Kellermans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all facts. That's awful. Hold on, let me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. But how do they introduce that to you? Like, is it really like they have these girls and they just? Like the whole. He don't want details. He don't really want details. I'm just saying. We're not going to details, Tito. We can't go into details. No, you can't go into details. I'm in high school. I'm in high school at the time, so like when I'm I'm going there, and like this is like, this is the first time I'm really like getting to experience stuff by myself. I ain't. I'm not with nobody. Like, you know, this shit was crazy. I don't know. It was just kind of cool. Like this is the first time I'm getting to party like that. Yeah, yeah. house. Yeah, like when we go to the football game first tailgate, that was crazy on its own. For an Alabama game, I bet. Oh my God! Yes. And my mom, my mom came on that trip. My mom and my mom and Matt came on that trip, so I was ultra comfortable. Like, ultra okay, comfortable. yeah, right, right, right. Mom was here. She was, she was, uh, like she was sending uh, go to dinner with um his name was Brandon Brandon some. He was he was like assistant coach, but he was the one that was recruiting me. So she's she's going to dinner with them. Uh-huh. Trevor, like he telling me go, with Tre- uh, Trevor. He already knows he already knows what's going on, you know. Right, right, <laughs> he what's going on. <laughs> right. But like, he's like, yo, take care, have a good time, blah blah blah. Uh, you got to meet with coach in the morning, so like make sure you have him there in the morning. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, so bet so. You know, we go out, go to the football game, go to dinner, and then then I'm with I'm with Trevor, and then we go to this this frat house, and then it's not like it's not as crazy as like he got game only because like if they just put you in the environment, like right, the rest, right, the rest is really on you, like on you, right? If you okay, got game, that's okay, rest, you got a little bit of game, right, right. You if you if you it's, it's there, you you can you can definitely do it. So they're not actually saying, hey, go in this room, and then there's three porn stars in there waiting for you. So it's not quite really? like that. Hey. hey. Or is it? Hey, Tito. Tito, Tito, listen. Listen. Hey, I'm not, Willie hey, went, hey. Listen, listen. Willie went to Kentucky, not Louisville. 
Okay. That was just a little jokey joke. That was a little jokey joke. If you was trying to get down, you can get down. Well, let me ask you this. Does any of that have any bearing on your decision? Any of that activity really make you sway a certain way or not? Hey, absolutely that helps. On God, that helps. That's no, real. That's real. Hey, this is the first time a, this young man is finna leave, like, right. Home. He's finna go into, like, right. He finna, he finna be, the, he finna be a, the man on campus, regardless, just because there's 15 dudes on the team. Like, right. Every single one of them dudes is gonna have maximum fans. Mm. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Right. And real fast, just, hey, Paul, just real fast, Willie and Tio, that, that just goes back to the conversation that we had. Uh, I don't know, a week ago or so, just where I was uh, saying that these guys, you know, these young, you know, these are young men making these decisions that are life-changing, and it's based off of not necessarily... Uh, What's the best know, situation? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My bad, Willie. Go ahead. No, it's cool. It's cool. Nah, like... So I mean, you, you know, like you, 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 this is the first time you've been to experience life by yourself. So right, you go in there and like you, one, you know, the guys before you already laid the path. Like you just stepping in now. Like it's already, it's already done. Like the the, the second I I like decided to step on the plane to go to Kentucky, like for that visit, it was bro, it was sealed. Like, right, it was written because. The, that morning, it was like five o'clock in the morning to go to that visit. I just, I just the weekend before, I just went to Bama. I had like, I'm like, this time I'm not gonna go crazy. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drink or nothing like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? right? I'm gonna get another. Don't we say so that like, every weekend around that age, and then do the same right. shit? Hey, we do. Hey, we really do. We really do. Sometimes you end up. <laughs> <laughs> Praying like, listen, I will never do this again. <laughs> this weekend, so this 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 visit, I'm not gonna go crazy. I say I'm not. I'm gonna go. I'm, so I didn't go. I, I didn't go with the host. But the dudes, but like everybody else was on that trip. It was it was a midnight madness. So like every every like recruit that they had that was coming right. in, it was a high recruit. They was there. Like Basma, I mean, Archie Goodwin. Uh, Alex Poitras, like all these dudes that was high recruits there, and uh-huh. like we all sitting there at the same time. And I was uh-huh. kind of like outcast, anyways. I wasn't a McDonald's All American, so they already right. had all met each other already. Right, right. Mm. I come in there as an underdog, and I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna go out with them. Like I, don't, I ain't even feel comfortable going out with them. They already had kind of a chemistry. Mm. I was like, ah, fuck it. So I'm gonna go with Coach. So. So I, I went with Coach Chow. He took me to a, a, like an orange leaf. We get to talking. He's like, "Yeah, I own like seventy of these things." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "What?" Like it's that's when it really hit me. Of like, "Oh, this dude is mafia, right? <laughs> right?" Like that's how he approaches the game. Like, right? He's not mafia, but like the way he like. You know he's Italian. He like no. I heard he like, is mafia. Pittsburgh. I I, I heard hey, it for man, a fact. Like, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, hey, he owns. Like, hey, like Willie said, he owns about seven of them. Say. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was like, I was like, 
Right. You know, like it really started to hit me like what I was what I was walking into, like right. like right. I come here, I'm gonna be straight. Like they finna teach me something if I come here. Right. And like all the way up and towards that, like like I had like the in home visit with, with Coach Payne. That's what like so end up being one of like the dudes that just I called today and like had to right. write the legendary Kenny Payne, to you the legendary Kenny Payne, just mm. coach Kentucky. So how is like, he came? He was he, he came to the end home visit. Like that whole time, I'm thinking like hey, this. He, like the first thing he said, like the first to Coach Cal, he didn't even come to a basketball game. He came to a football game. So like, they're like, <laughs> hey, hold on, wait a minute, hey, real fast, hold on, wait a minute, Willie, you just stun it on him. You know, so I slow up real fast. You want to give him? You want to give him what you uh, all state wide receiver? I was going to get to that. Right? I saw that you okay, played football bad, as bad. well. Hey, on him. What's the, what's the football story, real quick? Because that's what I saw is you went to a seven on seven game and they offered you at Kansas right on the spot. Is that true? <laughs> Yo, that was hey. They they came. They, he was on the sideline. Him and Frank Martin was on the sideline. I remember getting this one touchdown. And then I had this crazy block, though. I had this crazy block to get a touchdown, too. And they was going crazy, man, on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> it was too for me. And it was like, yeah. Well, you crack somebody? Yeah, like a crackback on somebody? It was a crackback on somebody. Yes, yes, yes. It was juice. And then, so then after that, Coach Payne came in for the uh, the in-home visit after that. And, like, the first thing they said to me was, like, yo, you come here, you're not, not going to be the man. You're, mm. not, you're not going to get to shoot all the ball. Mm. Like, what you're going to do is you're going to you, you're gonna grow as a player. You're going to, like, the skill level is going to go higher. Like, you're going to play against pros every day. You're going to you're gonna really jump into something that's going to change your life forever. And I was just like, the way he said it, I was like, damn, like, man. It felt genuine. It felt genuine. Like, I, like, I'm way nicer than that. I'm going to go to one of these schools and, and be the guy. Mm. And so then, that was before I went on the visit. And then when I went on the visit, I felt it. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I'm I, I'm not going to be the guy. Look at all these right. they recruiting. Like, they're already, right. they're already hyped. They're already, like, right. top five in our class. I was, like, 30, 30 six or something in our class. It was like top right. five. I was like, yo, they already got the hype. They I'm not gonna be a guy. Blah blah blah. So then when I but then after going with Coach Child, I kinda like already got that connection right there and then it was just like, dude, I, I when I walked in there at midnight madness and they started naming off all the pros and they was in there, like it was like, whoa. Right. I, like they went fucking crazy when John Wall they they announced John right. Wall. Right. <laughs> And so, Boogie Cousins, like, but they went crazy. I was just like, it's oh. one of those surreal moments, right? Man, like, I wish I could, like, I want to, I want to make it a movie one day and just like a revisit, like, like try to get it as perfect as possible. Yeah, it's just like just to relive that that moment, like it was just crazy, like people yelling my name. I ain't even like, bro, I ain't even, I ain't experienced that before like that. Like, that I'm thinking like. I don't know who I am. I'm, I'm only 30 seconds in the class. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. When I'm going in there, I'm like, I'm already thinking, like, oh, I ain't good enough to come here. So when I left there, I was like, damn, I'm, that's it. I'm going to Kentucky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when I went back home, 
I went back home and uh, so it was either going to be Kentucky, K State, or, or Alabama. Uh-huh. So when I go back home the next weekend, it's like Halloween or something like that. And like uh, K State's playing Oklahoma. But I grew up like a huge, because my mom lives in Oklahoma. I grew up a huge Oklahoma Sooners fan football. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They're, they're, they're about to play K State. I was like, shit. I hit up their coaching staff to get tickets. The game, I went there wearing blue, man. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even, wow. I didn't even realize, I didn't realize that. I, I went in there wearing blue. That that day, I'm on the way to this Halloween party after the, after the football game. And I told him, I had to tell Matt. Matt actually was like, oh, you got to tell him. You got to tell him who you going to pick. I was like, shit. I'm going, I'm going to Kentucky, man. Right. I'm going to Kentucky. Right. Had to. Yo, that's, hey, bro, after that's that, crazy. Man, hey, they, they took us to the horse races, and they were just explaining, like, how much money that shit generates. And I was just like, wow. I'm, I'm coming to touch you, like, this wild. It's different. So they didn't give you a bag. I didn't hear anything about that. Well, no. relax. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what we hear. Edit that part out. That's right, what we we'll hear. That Is that real too? We talking about the he got game. What happened with the bag? No. Anyway. <laughs> what you, you, what you mean? <laughs> edit that out, nigga. <laughs> he ain't say nothing. We ain't got to edit it out. I just I tried to see if, it's, if we could get something, but we didn't get it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> 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 so yeah, Kentucky. And the first year, I guess uh, New Orleans Noel was the guy, right? You were kind of backing him up. Uh, what was the freshman year like? Because I think you had some success there, but was, you know, they told you up front you may not be the guy. And once you actually had to deal with that, was it was it an easy transition? Was it harder than you thought? Or what, what was the actual situation once you got there that freshman year? Well, I'll be honest with you, like, I, after after they told me that, I, I, I spent, you know, every second of my day not showing that, that that's not true. Mm. I mm. am the guy. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, mm. after that, mm. I was like, nah, fuck that, I am the guy. Like, mm. so I went in there and my girlfriend, now, I mean, like, she's been my girlfriend since high school. But her mom, like, I used to, like, train with her uncle. And her mom used to take me to the... To Jamil, the, right? Jamil, right? Yeah, Jamil, yeah. Shout out, to shout out, shout out, Jamil German. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. One, one of the coldest dudes I got to play with and uh, play against uh, coming up uh, in, in junior high. Played with him in junior high, played against him in high school. Um, Jamil, Jamil German, one of the best athletes. Uh, shout out to Jamil, man. Shout out to Jamil. That's yeah, my guy. For sure. For sure. Our family, for real. But like, yeah. So she was, she was taking me to train with him. And like, so she was telling me, like, I ain't never had, like, in my, in my, like, sports career, like, when I was growing up and I was, like, learning the game, like, it was, like, real, like, fundamental. There wasn't no juice to the game. It was, like, like we're passing and cutting and screening away. It wasn't, like, we're going right. to take one-on-one and do, I'm trying to cross this dude and make him look silly and right. jelly for the layup or like, it wasn't a show at the time, you know, it was like, we right. were, it, we're, we're winning, it wasn't like, it wasn't a show, like, right. I didn't grow up into a beat, it was, this, was, this wasn't a show, it was like, it was like a war, it was like, it was, 
you versus him, I'm better than you if I win. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, it's a mixture now. Like, it's a show now. Like, like now when now when I'm training, like it's it's like you got to go out there to put on the show because it's it is a show. If you don't show, like you're gonna get put behind. Mm. And that's what I that's what I ended up realizing after like three years at Kentucky, like. But this is a this is a fucking show new sport. Like if you ain't got shit to show, then what there's another dude behind you that do. Right. And so when I went in there, I was the dude behind him. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. I was the dude behind those 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 you know, those five star recruits. I was the one behind. And like so I every every day there, like every time that I was like in the gym, dude, like I was I was mad in the gym. Like I wasn't mm. like I was like, nah, I am I am the guy. Fuck on right. the Right. And then and I also battle times where like you know, shit didn't go my way and I'm damn, am I ever going to actually be the guy? And all the time I'm thinking like, damn, maybe I'm not the guy. Maybe I am the behind these other dudes. And then by the time I get to like the next year when Julius Randall comes in, because now it's like after your first year at Kentucky, like you ain't really proved that you're gonna get recruited over because it's all right. Set, you know what I'm right, right. right. How it's supposed to work out? Like, oh, like you got a chance to go your first year, you better go because the second year, this dude, he's coming in, he got way more hype than you had. Mm. And that's kind of how I—that's how kind of I perceived it. Like, it was like, damn, he got way more hype. Like, I don't know if he's better than me, but he got a lot more hype than me. Cause now social media, every year, social media is going up and up. And up. Yeah, it, it's increasing. Yeah. yeah. Like, man, I thought I had a bunch of followers when I went there. Nah. Dudes came in there after me. Their father game was way more crazy. I was like, oh shit. Wow. You know? Wow. Mm. That's crazy. But then I get to my Julius Randle here, and then, like, he kind of, it was his show. Like, it was, it was already set for his show. So, like, right. noticing how that works, it was like, well, I need to have my own show. Right. Right. In a different way. In a different right. way. Right. And then, that, then I started realizing how the jail was like, each team that I played on those all three years, like I feel like I had a very important role in those, those teams. Just like I might not have scored hell of shit, you might not even remember me scoring, but like I give you eight, I give you a little, I give you a little bit of everything. And well, like, you had a block, you had a block party every every game. There's no question about it. it was, and like welcome, welcome, welcome to my block party. I was doing welcome to my block party. I was just on another level like, on my people, and like and I. You know who I, I give that to the Perry brothers. Mm-hmm. They had a Rodney and Anthony like, Perry. Absolutely. Like when we had to do two days at AAU, like before mm-hmm. I even went to college, like you know, I was already set. Like I already knew I was we was already going through college level shit. Like yeah. when I got to college, it was easy. Right. How difficult is it to transition from because everybody plays basketball, they want to score. When it gets to a point mm-hmm. where you say, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make my bread and butter doing the little things, the blocking the shots, the rebounding, the hustling, and the you know extra stuff that are going to win people games. But if you growing up as you did as a star, you used to kind of you said you were going coast to coast. You were putting up all the points. Is there a, a, a transition or a time where you got to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to focus on the other parts of the game so that I can not only help my team win, but also this is going to put me in a better situation. Is there a time well, where you have to have that discussion with yourself? Well, I think 
a lot of it is like I got shoved in that box. Like I got like pointed in that box of like, well, you can make a lot of money if you just block shots and rebound and run the floor. Mm. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can make a lot of money, but like, man, if you got it, if you if you got it in you, like I'm not I'm not satisfied with just like making a lot of money, blocking shots and rebounding, and waiting for somebody else to sign and not to score to pass me the ball so I can get a little dump down dunk. You know, mm. like right. Right. You can only right. do that for so long. I've, I've been doing it for like, you know, shit. Since I, I want to say probably when I moved in with Siobhan. Right. I let him do the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was already committed to, to Kentucky. I was like, shit, you got it. Like, get your numbers up. Right. And I took the back seat. And like, now looking back at that, I wish I never would have kicked the back seat. I was mm. always like, nah, I'm sorry, my brother. Like, but I'm going to come in here and like, I got to do what I got to do. Mm. And that kind of that kind of sealed like who I was from that point. It was like, okay, you kind of they already see you that you're you're doing this role really well. And I right, played it. Right. I played it. I played really well. Like shit, I'm right. the best in, in the world at doing it. Right. Like, but there's I, on the on the on the back side of that, I'm in the gym at two in the morning with, with Coach Payne working on guard shit. Like, right. nah, really, you got something else. Right. It ain't just time. It's crazy. You got something else. Just keep right. Crap. Like, it's crazy when you when up. you talk about that, Willie, because um, as players, you know, especially nowadays, you know, players continue to develop, and you know, there's this transition that's going on between coaches, you know, from from these old school coaches, old school coaches to the, this younger generation of coaches that are applying what's happened to the game today, which is, um, you know, high skill, seven footers, high skill, um, to opposed to what was back in the day where, you know, your, your big didn't have to be so skilled. He was a traditional big and the, the, the development of some of these bigs that are really well at the things that, that you, are really well at Willie, like defending, adjusting, blocking, and your development and the shape of the game has changed to where you've developed into a guy that can be on the perimeter, you know, with a three-point threat, with putting it on the floor one or two times. And I've talked to Alec Burks about this um, often about, fit and it's it's crazy that fit can go so far um for a player because you might have a player that didn't fit in this system but if because someone was saying hey you can't do this you can't do that but then if he goes to another system and that coach says you can do this and you can do that and it lets him him play his game it, it's it's just crazy to think about um you know how much fit really 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 matters and how much trust really matters with with coaches and with development and you know that's always it, it's a, it's a slippery slope you know because um there's a lot of ego now 
you know, there's a lot of ego and you have, but you have to let people grow. You have to let players grow. And, uh, right. And, it, you and, know, and I, go ahead. Tio. To, to that point though, as far as growth, you know, we've seen the Lopez brothers, you know, stretch it out and start to knock down threes. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. something that you are uh, trying to evolve into as a player? Do you want to have a chance to be able to maybe be a stretch four or five and be able to contribute that way? Oh man, like when it's when it's all said and done with, like this all this whole this whole this whole journey before um, now, like you know, ever since my my homie Rex got uh, murdered, like. I'm I'm not hooping just to hoop anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not hooping just to like mm. money anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm I work too much on my skill level to just be that guy. Like that's why that's why I, uh, I left the Kings, man. Like that's why I'm like I'm I'm now doing this like my way instead of like yo. Know, like I feel like I could have probably got like a bigger contract if I would have just stayed like my, what my OGs was telling me. Like um, like if you. You just stay. You just stay like at a high level, blocking shots, rebounding, and like doing this. And it's like, well, you got to have that like as a knack. Like, yo, like, I had to actually work at like doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some other stuff come natural. Like, like mm-hmm. I don't know, just stuff some like on the floor it come natural. Like, uh, right, like, I, like right, 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 right. It's like. They were trying to correct all that, and it's like, yo, that's just like now you're making me think about how I'm pooping, and that's not how that's not how that's not how it is. Right. Like, it goes back to fit. It goes back to fit. No, it's all and, fit. It's all situation. Exactly. 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 Like, I I feel like by the time I like my last my fourth year in the league with the Kings, like I went into there, you know, they're telling me like, oh, you're the guy, you're the guy. Like, mm-hmm. we're gonna let you. You're, you're, you're the guy. So then, when I when I I'm there my rookie year, and I remember like I post up one play, like we bro, we're not even that good. And I'm post up one play, and George calls calls a timeout, and he's like, yeah, we don't post him. Like, what are y'all doing? We don't post him." And wow. I was like, <laughs> "And yo, I just wow. worked so much. I just worked three wow. years. I just worked a whole summer with like right. dudes in right. LA. Like, like I I like really developed the skill level at, at right. like, like I you put in the work. You put in the work. And I'm like, I'm like, damn! Like I just worked on my whole offensive game because y'all said I was lacking that. I'm not lacking that anymore. Now you're not gonna let me show it. Mm. Right. And like so, like after that point, I was like, damn, this shit's real. <laughs> mm. you, you are, you are what they say you are. It don't matter how good you are. It don't matter what your skill level. Wow. They, you are what they say you are. And I was like, right. I was pissed about that. Like I was like, damn. Mm. So then by the time like my I get to you know the fourth year. And they made a whole bunch of coaching changes and front office changes, and now they're third. The way they're running it now, I feel like it's like good for the young guys. Like, like then it was like the older guys, like you know, they were still getting the contracts because you know George Carl, they was on some classical shit. Like, he's he's not going to play a rookie. Like, you know, he's I actually got Brown you know, shit. the games my rookie year, but it was like I'm playing. I, I wasn't playing enough, and I was still playing. I wasn't getting the rock. Like. Rondo, you know, he was still like serving me up. Like I wasn't getting to like really go go into my Rondo. Rondo was there. You had Rondo as OG. What I had 
Well, I got the most solid OGs, man. I got you have Vince Matt. Carter too, right? I, got, I man, I got Vince Carter, I got Matt Barnes, I got Debo. Oh, wow. OG. Matt Barnes is a real OG. Knocking niggas out. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> Let's talk about your OGs for a second, man. So you said you had Zebo, Matt yeah, Barnes, Zebo for two years, Matt Barnes, Vince or- Carter. Oh, Boogie? I mean, I have Boogie. He was Boogie? Well, oh, Boogie's a Kentucky Boogie. connect. I kind of feel like Boogie cheating because, like, he's a Kentucky. You probably knew him before, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But but Zebo, Matt Barnes, uh, Vince Carter, and then who else did you say? Rondo. Ron Butler. Oh, my gosh. Damn, so, Ron Talk about that. Talk about that. Talk about those guys. Like, what? what did they, what kind of... You know, jewels did they drop? You know, I mean, real, real, real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't. You know, hey, all them dudes, all them, all them dudes had problems. All them dudes, you know, had they had they had to get hit on their head a couple of times before they they got their stuff real, real straight and like figured out. Right. They right. So like, I got to see dudes that hit their heads and like they telling me, you know, like. I had so many conversations with Zebo, a lot, a lot with Matt Barnes too, and Rondo was like my first, you know, because as a real oh Rondo, yes Rondo, yeah and Rondo, so Rondo was my first OG, and so was Karan, like because I had them my Ooh. rookie year, Ooh. And I was like, and I, and I wasn't really on that rookie hazing shit, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, <laughs> there's no way I'm. Rondo so, like, seems like a nigga you might want to jab from time to time. Is that just me looking at it from Rondo. TV? Is he, nah, he's cool. Nah, Rondo, hey, Rondo, Rondo, just a dude that like if he if he see a weakness, he gonna attack it. He gonna attack your weakness. Like, he got some weaknesses guy, too. He let you know that you <laughs> He got some weaknesses too. Let's keep it real. <laughs> and, and so I got real close to Rondo because like you know shit, it's Rondo. He Kentucky, Kentucky connection. Like right, right. I, I Kentucky. Went to, that's right. He did go to Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. I, I actually uh, helped out one of his camps in Louisville. So, like I already had a kind of connection with him. Okay. Like, so I used to carry his bag. Okay. He's the only person. He was. The only, oh, I have Rudy Gay too. I forgot about my nigga Rudy. Oh, wow. Rudy I used to fuck with Rudy, man. Rudy is an unsung. Rudy's an unsung NBA player. I love Rudy Gay, dog. So smooth. I had all four of them in my rookie year. I had Rudy. I had Bug. I had Cron. I had Rondo. Hold on, you said you was carrying his bags though. You was carrying. I'm getting game. You was you was carrying bags. You got to. You're a rookie, Tito. That's how it goes. I thought you just said you didn't do the hazing shit. Only carry. Hey, only carry like. I would only carry. I would only do stuff for certain people. Like right, right, right. Of course, they're real OGs. Yeah, like Rondo. Hey, carried his bags. Bags for me, like. I was like, I'm like, shit, I don't even know. I don't even need to know what's inside. I'm like, God, I carry whatever. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to know the game. So then I started going to his house and doing film sessions with him. Like, he had, like, shit. He was just Ooh. throwing me away pretty much. Like, he had a chef every day. Like, I ain't had a chef. He was like, right. I got a chef. I got a, I got a massage person coming in 10 minutes. Like, y'all can stay here, whatever. I'll be done, blah, blah, blah. But he was, he was like, he was, he was showing me routine was, and like he really showed you like, like professional side, professional side. Absolutely, he's like, he's like yeah. you got to get a routine, bro, bro. Like you got to get right. a routine. You get your routine. That's when your shit gonna start going higher and higher. Gonna start getting tuned to the game. So like, right. I just started adopting his routine. Shit, he said he need lavender soap. I need lavender soap. 
Be a tourist because I'm the same way. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, I, how we I are. Zebo is really real. I, I was under, I uh, got a chance to be under uh, coach Brian Baroni, and I think his father actually got a chance to coach uh, Zebo in Memphis, uh, Tony Baroni. And uh, Tony Baroni said he was an unbelievable dude. Unbelievable. I mean, just like. Just, just on a, on a, on a, on a, like a whole different, another level of just like coming from nothing, Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like his upbringing was crazy. When he was telling me stories, like I'm just like, damn, right. And like, right. like when he was like a rookie, he would tell stories like in like, that part where like just all this like really crazy ass shit. I'm like, dude, how are you still in the league? Taking the chat. That's the professional side. Yeah, <laughs> taking the, the damn chat. Right there. Yeah. That's, that's what Vince Carter been doing for the past ten years. Yep. You're exactly right. <laughs> taking yeah, the damn real. chat. No, hey, bro, no bullshit though. You put Zebo out there, he gonna go, he gonna get you ten. He gonna get you twenty and ten. Right, right. He gonna put some buckets in. He still he gonna get you twenty and ten. Guys like that. Guys like that can play a long time. They're similar to Tom Brady, not as great. Oh come on! Did you just compare Zach Randolph with with Tom Brady? No, no, no. I, I'm saying guys like that can play a long time because they figured out how to play with young guys. They've got the footwork. They can they either have the footwork and they got the old man game, or can just shoot the shit out of it. So there's always going to be a role hey, for them. Let's hook you, and you know it's coming. You know exactly, exactly. Like guys like that can just play for a long time, man. What did you ever tell him? He looked like a big ass Eddie Winslow. Did anybody ever tell him that? Oh, damn. I never even said what. He looked like a big-ass, <laughs> fake-ass Eddie Winslow. That's what he looked like. And nobody ever told him that? Nah. <laughs> nah. 
Winslow. He looked like a big ass Eddie Winslow, but we we ain't trying to rag on him. Shouts out to, to the, the Zebo. Zebo is the man. Yeah, he's the man. But I was curious when you mentioned the, your decision in leaving Sacramento and what you were looking to do from a skill perspective. And we all know how Steve Kerr and Golden State operate with the the certain offense and having guys shoot. You know, Jerry Mama Green became a stretch four. Was that a part of the thought process in going to Golden State originally, thinking that you would be able to soak up some of that game and be able to do more? So, <laughs> you know, I thought it was going to be like that. But, like, it was also, I ain't had no other option. Hmm. Right. Like I, hey man, I put all my chips in on myself. Like I, like I, I had like a meeting with uh, you know, the Kings before, before free agency or what they was gonna do or whatever, and they they kept me as restricted, so they kind of fucked me over on some shit. And it was like business side of, of the business, politics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, the, the politics. I'm the politics. Right, the politics. Yeah, exactly. And and how how does that feel, like, Willie? Myself, I really passed for. Real fast before you before you finish, Willie. How does that feel though, as far as like as being just a young African American, like experiencing that business side for the first time? How does that feel? You know, like you don't really you'll never understand it until it happens to you. Like for the whole four years, I'm thinking like, oh, they're gonna cash me out. I'm gonna be here right. for the rest. Of the next right. four or five years, I'm going to really, like, right. really bring some shit back to Sacramento. I'm invested in Sacramento at this point. Like, I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to be here. So, mm-hmm. so, like, I started seeing how, you know, things are starting to change. Like, I wasn't I was, I wasn't the face anymore. Like, I used to be on the posters. I used to be on the little shit around the city. Like, and it started being a younger dude. So then I started seeing, like, oh, I was that younger dude when Boogie was here. Mm. I was the one they was having issues with. So I started seeing the kind of the rap, like, you know, they're they're waiting for, like, a, a person to just kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what they was waiting on. Like, to me, it was like they were picking the next hype man, like the next right. hype man, trying to, like, fill it in. Like, so the whole time, like, I didn't get the luxury of, like, in develop. So by the time right. I'm, like, I'm the vet there, I'm watching the young dudes get the ball a lot. Like, so when I was younger, I'm like, shit, I didn't get the ball like that. Like, I didn't <laughs> right. get that. I get that opportunity to show what I had. I didn't get the opportunity right. to pop. And then I started, like, working with uh, one of my coaches, Larry Lewis. I mean, him was working on all guard stuff. Like, you're going to be a guard one day, Trey. You're going to be a guard one day. Like, you're going to have to learn mm-hmm. this year. Like, if you really want to play this game, you're going to have to transition to this because, like, right, right, which is true, not, which is not true. coming no more like that. You're like, because, you yeah, you can't play like that. You're going to be in the league for the long haul. Exactly right. You're right. You're right. So, you yeah, know, Coach sure. Payne instilled that to me in college. So, at the time, I'm all, I was already, already working on guards. Like, right. But at some point, it's going to come out. And, like, Dallas now, they're, it's, it's there. Like, the way they let KP run from the five, like, most definitely. Yeah, and I and I and I, 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 I see it. I'm like, yeah, right. Could be, could be another dude like that for you. Exactly, exactly. I I, like, I totally agree. I totally agree. So let so me I mean, let me ask you about. We're going to talk about these two things real quick. How did it feel to get drafted, and what is the next step, and how you'd like to see your career pan out? 
So I know draft night had to be crazy. Like it had to be a dream come true. Like what was that experience like? And then now how are we moving forward with the rest of the career? And, and look like draft night itself was kind of like, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, it was a lot of hoopla, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't like what, what you think it would be. Like it was, it's a dream come true. But when I look back at it now, like in the time it was like, like I'm coming from I'm I'm coming from Kentucky. Like we just went to back to back final four. But I'm trying to win something, bro. Like I ain't, right. We ain't playing. You are the right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm getting drafted. I'm thinking like I want to go somewhere where we finna we, we finna win or we finna like have a chance. Right. So like I'm like thinking the whole time like man that's I just want to go somewhere we finna win. Right. That's crazy. That's crazy, Willie. You say that. So that's crazy. When I actually got drafted to the Kings, like I was hyped because of like what they were building. I was like. I was like, oh shit, like we gotta you know, we can make some noise in the playoffs. Um and it hadn't been for so long, like it was like a it, it would have been a crazy story. Like it would have just been mm-hmm. a crazy story for how it went. And like mm-hmm. they were still in the new arena, there's a lot of hype around it. And it was cool to be a part of, man. I was blessed to be a part of like a, a situation like that for the few years I was there. Um, but like I wasn't overly excited in the sense of like the whole nostalgic of the situation, like my people right. in the crowd right. You know, getting your name called, putting the cap on, like it was just like it was just like a like a oh, okay, we here, all right, Kings, okay, here we go, where we at with it, all right, right. take this old like then you got like hour two hours of media in the back, like in the back when dudes' names getting called, you going in the in the train line, guys <laughs> <laughs> is in front of you that got drafted in front of you is right in front of you at a different station, you going. For the next hour and a half, two hours, you're going to stay. So you think you're going to go through it? I'm thinking I'm going to go to my draft party. Like, but you're not. I'm going to the 50. I'm going to say, You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, I made this shit. Like, I'm like, I'm going like, I have my, I have my boys out here. We're going to draft party. Like, nah. nah. We didn't leave the Barclays Center until, like, 1231. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, on the way back to the hotel was just uh, was a whole nother hour. Like, right. Like, so, like, my time was like, I'm like, shit. Like, where, I don't even know where to go. Like, I mean, to go to a Dave and Buster's and just, you know. <laughs> I fuck with uh, Dave and Buster's. It's not a bad look. It was chill. And then the next right. morning, shit, we was gone. Like, I was going, I had, yeah. to be, I had to be in Sacramento. Boom, next morning, we, we out. Right, right. And with everything that's transpired, you know you what you want to do now. You want to leave an imprint on the game. Is it going to be in Dallas? I had, I'm, I'm a lifelong Sixers fan, so I had heard that hey, you bro. may have came to the Sixers. So what, what do you believe is the next step to accomplish what you want to get out of your career? Man, it, I, it's it's tough to say just because what I, I mean, like what I experienced in the last year, it's like, man, yeah. really anything that I thought was going to happen, trust me, it did not, it did not happen. Yeah. It went completely south from what I thought it was going to happen. So like going into it now, I'm really just holding in on like my skill level. Like I just want to like, I don't know. I want to take it. I want to take it to another level. Like I want to, I want to like really like, Embody it. Like I like I've just been getting pulled around by oops like my whole life. Like I feel like I just 
than they like I wanna be the one pulling hoops. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I hear you. I hear so, like that's where I'm at with it now. Like so I hope it is here in Dallas. Like I I love shit. I love being here in Dallas. Like the city is dope, the coaching staff is dope. Like I'm working with Shan God every day. I'm working like Coach Carlisle's legendary down here. Like and he's yo, the craziest thing ever to me is like I didn't think I was going like you know, really like Coach Carlisle on the level that I do. Like, man, I respect the hell out of that man. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, like, when I first met him, like, the first the first thing he caught, like, like I've been trying to stretch my game out for so long. The first thing he, he I, the first thing he said on the phone, like, first, very first call, he's like, I know that you're trying to move your game out, but you're not going to do that here. Wow. <laughs> so you, you're not, you're not going to shoot jumpers here. I was, like, crushed because I'm like, damn, I just put my whole shit into this. Right. You know, I didn't, like, I was rooting my life. Like, I was been in Kentucky. I mean, I, I was in Sacramento for four years. Like, like I was, shit, I love I love them home. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't live in KC summertime. Like, I lived there. Like, I was training there. Like, I was in the community there. Like, so it was, like, kind of like, yeah, I, I, I got, like, emotionally connected to the city. And once, like, I seen how the game works and how the, it's like, I'm like, damn, I can't even get emotionally attached to the city I'm staying in because I feel like mm. any point tomorrow they could tell me to leave. Right. Right. And so, like, when I came here, I was, like, the whole, the whole, now I'm, like, I'm, like, sick. I'm I'm sitting in the bay with my girl. She's pregnant. And, like, now I got to go. I'm not going to be with her for, like, a couple weeks because she had to stay there with the house and, like, uh, you know, deal just with, like, life shit. Like, how to deal with right. going to doctor's appointments still and, like, shit like that. So, this is, like, the first time since my, my cousin died that I was alone, man. I was, like, fuck. Right. It was tough, and then I'm then I'm going into a situation where I'm like, I'm not totally sure about it. Because he just right. crushed my brain right there. Like, you're not going to yeah. do what you thought that you were going to do. Right. And I'm like, damn. So, I'm, so I was like, damn, I got to start way at the bottom. I'll get that again. And kind of like, I got to pull myself again. Like, so the whole the whole trip to Oklahoma, I think I had two days from when they told me I was getting traded. I had two days I had to go to Oklahoma City and meet the team. And that whole two days, I was sick. Like, Damn, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to Dallas. I'm not even, like, everybody's telling me, like, yo, it's a perfect fit. Like, they're going to let you, they're going to let you really, like, right. it just let you loop, you know? Like, and even, like, playing against Dallas, like, you know, they let their guys loop. Like, you got to open right. shot and you, you take it confident, like, he's going to let you hoop. But if you yeah. take it and it looks shaky and it don't look, it don't feel right, he's going to let you know it don't feel right. Right. Like, when he told me that, it was like, it was like the realest shit I heard, and I kind of, like, I'm like, damn, I don't know if I'm going to fuck with Brett. And I met him. And, and then, like, the first work that I had with their shooting coach, I'm, I'm splashing. I'm splashing, bro. Like, well, you know, <laughs> like I'm uh-huh. like, and they're like, oh, yeah. Man. I don't remember we used to do Hey, we used to do that KT workout. Hey, you do the skip sense, you do the one foot, uh, one, two step. You do the fucking whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to show me to do. I, hey. whatever, whatever I'm hitting, I'm hitting whatever. Like I'm going around, I'm going around the horn. I'm just, I'm catching. Like they're seeing, like, oh, he got, he really got skill level. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Coach Carlisle came out. He's watching it. He's like, well, have him do some pick and pop threes. Have him, have him shoot some corner threes. I'm, I might have missed one three, bro. He was like, the shooting coach came up to me. He's like, well, you just passed your first test. You know that you can mm. shoot now. Like he gonna let you shoot. So then, like, you know, in my whole entire career, I ain't never had a coach tell me like to shoot a three before. So I'm like, 
not, I kind of waited for it. Like, I've been waiting. Like, I could have been shooting threes. I could have been just playing my game. But I was, like, respecting, like, what I was being told. Like, that's right, like yeah. Like, you, you, you were being a professional. You were being the professional. Yeah, I mean, at, at yeah. this point, being, I'm, I'm just being a robot. That's how I'm yeah. thinking. Wow. Like, I'm listening wow. to, instead of doing what I want to do and doing, like, what I'm trained to do, I'm doing what, like, these people are telling me to do. Like you can't play like that. Like you right. can only play for so long like that. Like I've I've had a moment of like how somebody gonna play like or how somebody gonna tell me the game that I've crafted about my life how to play. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't you can't do that. So once right. I put that in my mind, I'm like, all right. So I see what I gotta do. Like I from from the whole time he already had me at the bottom. Like you're not gonna shoot. Right. So I had to go in there and I had to prove that I could shoot. I'm like okay. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like relearning hoops from a different angle. Like I'm like I like realize it's not gonna get given to me again. I had like worked so hard where I thought it was. Right. Never given to you. And I'm like, and I heard D Wade say that shit about you just gotta take it. Right. I was I was like that's it. Like I just gotta go get comfortable with my skills and just do it. And like I remember one game that we had here, he was like he threw me in at the last. Like I never played this role either. Where I'm coming in with the like the last five minutes of the game. Like. Mm. I'm in the game. I'm, I'm, I'm like warming up for the game, you know. Like, like damn, I'm used to being a starter. I'm used to starting the game. I'm used to playing. I'm used to being a factor. And then, like, right. Where I'm like, you know, it's like real suitcase shit where you got to come out and like watch the game. I'm like, right, right. On the bench watching the game and like having to like do it from a different perspective, being a good teammate, being like all the stuff that my OGs instilled into me over the years. It's just like, right, you know, right. That's just like, coming in every day like knowing like damn I know I'm not gonna play tomorrow but shit, I gotta still get my work in cause shit I might be on the next team next week and they might play me that's kind of how I thought about it like shit well if they don't play me somebody else might play me but then like mm-hmm. you know I, I just had to prove myself and like now I'm in you know great kind of, kind of relationship and he actually told me one game he's like yo you ready to shoot three in a game so y'all have been ready for 10 years for this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. I, mean, I shot the three right. and I clanked that motherfucker, but it yeah. feels so good to just shoot it and, like, have a right. blessing. Right. Like, shoot it. Like, everybody right. tells me, like, shoot the ball, bro. Like, it's like I'm warming up with, like, our best three-point shooters and, like, I'm shooting shot for shot with them. They was like, Tim, Hard- Tim Hardaway Jr., he was like, was like, yo, you got to shoot that shit. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah no. That's like, what the game has come to. That's what it's come to, um, and the thing is now, the bigger you are, and if you're able to do the other stuff too, you're, you're elite. You're in an elite class, and like I said before, it all kind of goes back to fit, and you know, guys, coaches, general managers, owners, whoever it is, letting guys play their game that that the game has come to now, that the game's adjusted to now, uh, which is a shooting the game. You gotta it's become a more high skill game. It's not inside out anymore. So And teams are looking yeah. for it. You know what I mean? Like teams are trying to identify these players overseas or in the upcoming draft. So the opportunity is gonna be there. And we're definitely rooting for you, man. I definitely believe that you're gonna elevate and evolve within your personal life and your professional life, because that's what it's all about. And just based on this conversation, I can hear the passion. You know, I can hear the the want. And I was thinking the whole time as you were, as you were talking about 
in life you just gotta take that shit. In NBA and personal and regular nine to five people, ain't nobody gonna give you nothing. Mm-hmm. You gotta step up and you gotta tell them what it's gonna be. You gonna waste you're gonna waste your life away trying to wait for it. Right. I wasted I wasted a decade trying to wait for it. That's when I really like I, I really beat myself on it every day, like like damn, you really wasted like you you I, I prided myself on doing shit that people say I couldn't do. And it was like and it took me ten years to do that to what people said I couldn't do. Mm. Mm. But but you 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 in the NBA. <laughs> you doing shit that a lot of people aren't doing. So right. I don't want you to beat yourself up. You 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 doing right, your right, thing. Right, right. You're accomplishing something that most people only dream of. So now we just exactly. only looking forward. We just looking exactly. forward. Exactly, and that's just called that's just growth. And like I said before, even before we got on, um, you know, the people that are around you, uh, Willie, are proud of you, um, just uh, because of what you've done and, and, and where you come from. So, I love, man. I appreciate it. Like. Especially just like I don't know, just you know, you're like yeah, you and you and Matt, y'all are kind of the first people that instilled this this type of like you know growth. Like y'all, y'all kind of showed us how to do it. So, you know, it's kudos to y'all too, though, man, because like y'all really instilled it up from the beginning. Most definitely, and, and it's just hopefully it trickles down. We want to just trickle down, and you know, but what, what, what we got next, Tito? Black love. It's beautiful. Black, Black men love. don't tell each other they love each other enough. <laughs> Black love. You already know. You already know, man. Seriously. I mean, that's what it's about. So, But I, real quick, we're going to get into a, a top five segment. But, you know, just today, what's the kid's name? Jalen Green? He did that huh? deal with... Jalen um, Green, you said? Jalen Green did the deal with the... Jalen um, Green. Did the deal with the, the G League, where you're going to get the paid the 500000 Real quick, right. Willie, is that something? If it was available at the time, you would have you would have maybe done, or did you enjoy the Kentucky experience? Ah man, I, I I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it. Uh, my skill level wasn't where it needed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't I didn't get into crafting my skills until I got to Kentucky. Like I didn't really right. know. I didn't really understand like yo, you just gotta craft every day, every day, right. every day. Like right. gotta be a habit every day. Like like, I didn't really, I didn't really get that until like I was in the environment where like, hey, I could do this every day. I got the facility thirty feet from me. Like I could go to the gym whenever I got a key. I got like, you know, when I have those facilities to do that, it became way more different. Right. And do you feel like right. some of these kids maybe get swayed by the money? Because you know, you know, back in the like, back in the day, in the nineties or whatever, like. You couldn't just leave after your freshman year. Like, you had to stay two or three years. And do you think that a lot of these kids aren't getting the development that would benefit them from going to school or staying in school longer? Oh, well, I mean, I'll tell you the difference now. Like, even for me, from like, from like, I, I could say myself like a young player in the league, even for me to the new rookies that's coming in, the difference between development, like the skill level they had was. At their age now, to work compared to where I was, it's unbelievable. Right. Like, right. They got right. facilities now. They, you know what I'm saying? They got right. Right. Like we ain't had that. Mm. Right. Like not to that level. 
It's crazy because, yeah, no, you're you're right, Willie. And I've had this conversation with multiple people, and it is. It's just the amount of um, individual training, uh, the amount of social media highlight tapes, YouTube, like, it's unbelievable that the the access that um, just coaches have to players now it's it's crazy it's crazy and 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 the access that these players get I mean some some guys get paid to work guys out some guys are working out guys for free um, and it's just because you know it's just a, it's it's become one of those you know, generational things where everybody's got an individual trainer. Look, if if you don't have one, you're behind the curve. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like if you like my right. like my kids growing up, like they gonna have they gonna have like <laughs> right. Right. The first workouts, they're gonna have pro facilities. Like right. I see kids are growing up on. Like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, today's youth level is just insane. I mean the Yeah. Year round, you got to play year round now if you're really trying to take it to a certain mm-hmm. point. And you're going to have to have your trainers and you're going to have to have individual workouts. Like, if you're really going to prepare a kid to be a professional, all of those things have to be involved. Where I think, you know, 20, 25 years ago, it wasn't necessarily the case. But now, you're going to have to have all of those things. But my fear is, Buzz, to your point, is the social media kid got 300,000 followers on Instagram and, and, and he thinks he's the man because mm-hmm. of that. And people telling him how great he is. It could send kids down, uh, you know, the, the wrong path thinking that they're better than maybe they are. And well, not just that they become addicted to social media too. They, they, well, that's they, they become anybody. To, uh, yeah. That's any kid these yeah. days. But when you're actually a pretty good athlete, maybe there's a falsehood in where you're at based on the YouTube, based on Instagram. Right. You think you're a star right. already when you hey, got more work to do. A lot of that is a tool, too. A lot of that's propaganda, man. A lot of that's a campaign. Like, this is a, at the end of the day, it is a business. Like, mm. I, I, I invested in a whole production company. Like, I, like I started my whole, a whole production company with. Two of my friends from college, like they they run the camera work. Like you get mm. on my Instagram, it look like a movie. Mm. Wow! You know what I'm saying, like, and I invested sure. in that because at the end of the day, people only see what you let them see. Like, and only, right. I only let you see that I'm a hooper. Then you only think that I'm a hooper. Right. 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 And that's what and that's what I had to do personally. Like, like when I first came in the league, I used to post all types of tips. like every day, like I just want people to see what I was doing, what I was doing. Like I wanted to right. be famous. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that I'm a new cat in, like, I'm going to L.A. and shit. I'm trying to be, like, one of the dudes that you see on Slam magazine. I'm trying to be right. one of the dudes that you see on this magazine and that magazine. And, like, I, I had, I was chasing that for so long. And once I realized that, like, just, like it's, you just got to be, like. It's got to be you. Like, what am I chasing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I chasing? Like, <laughs> so people can see me being me. Like, like that's kind of right. You know what is that? So then I was like getting kind of like uh, a stigma, like 
coaches was not fucking with that. Like, I was showing mm-hmm. too much almost. Like, I was, like, mm-hmm. not showing enough that I was in the gym. So then, like, I kind of heard, like, somebody say that one time. Not, like, it was, like, one of them, like, I overheard some shit at one time. And I was right, like, oh, right. Okay, so this was y'all. Okay, like, y'all don't think right. that I was a little bad. Or, or mm. y'all don't think I was beating. Y'all don't think I do this. I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, I invested in that to show that, like, that this is what I'm doing. When y'all not see, when y'all not watching, this is what I'm doing. I right, mm. right. recording that. I started making videos of that, like me in the gym, me and it became like mm-hmm. not 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 less necessary. Like I'm basically I'm showing like this is what this is what it is. This is what like you got to do this to. I, I I mean I use it as propaganda. Like right, right. No, you, I mean at, at some point I feel you. You you, you feel like. You know, but I tell you what, are, your endorsement deals goes up. Like you got a lot of followers, you're you're off the right. And that's what it right. really comes down to. Now. That's what I started right. looking at. Right. I was looking at like dudes that I came in my draft class. I was looking at how many followers they had, and I was looking at how many endorsement deals that they was getting that they was posting about. And I was like, damn, like I got to get my follow games up so I can get my off the court money. Right. Mm. I got like the brand. You know what I'm saying? You start branding yeah. yourself that young, you get the followers that young. What's your brand? brand. Be, your brand's gonna be crazy. So, like, mm-hmm. so I, I just rebranded myself on some stuff on my, my Instagram look like it does now. And mm-hmm. like, you got it. Like, I want to, I did. I got, once I changed my Instagram and it started like showing like a flow and like a, it's like you look at it and like you can, you can see a whole journey. You can see the story. And like, man, like I started getting way more endorsements. Mm. It's all, crazy. And it's crazy. It's all about that's crazy brand. you say that. Yeah, right. It it is. What's your brand? That's crazy you say that, Willie, because it, it's really about. It, talk about a little, Willie. Talk about a little bit about, um, you know that branding and you know not necessarily being put in a box once you get to the NBA because um, we see a lot of these guys, a lot of players now doing their own thing, you know, LeBron, KD, um, you know, a, a lot of guys going into these these other ventures besides basketball. And for a long time, the stigma was uh, shut up and dribble, maybe. <laughs> for no, you, you got to be a basketball player. Like, you got to be a basketball player. And that's what, I mean, that's what, like, dudes are fighting every day now. Like, because we're not just basketball players. Like, I got so many mm-hmm. comments that it's like, Right. You know, and every guy's probably like that. Every hooper's right. They got a whole other skill set that nobody knows. Right. About that right. They can make money from. And like, when I was in college, like my whole thing, I was an art. Like I was an art dude. Like I was, right. Talk about that. Talk about you know your artistic. I I per, I personally know you have an artistic side, but you know the people obviously listening don't necessarily know about your artistic side. Go and I'm talk. Like, like tell us said, a little I'm, bit about that. Hooper, like. I have to do that for my my brand or something like I'm just now really letting like that artistic side come out more and more. Like I, I kind of raved about it in college, but it kind of deterred mm-hmm. me when I felt like I was getting drafted. Like I got right. Like, oh, right. Like, that was a question that came up so much. Is like, well, do you care about art more than you care about hoops? Like, right. Like, right. Hoops is an art. You feel me? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, <laughs> most definitely. That's a that's real shit. Keep going. So like, I started, you know, I started painting, showing people I could paint, blah blah blah. Like, I want to get into 
you know, anime, like, anime characters. I started drawing anime characters. So I want to, like, me and my friends were writing our own anime. And, like, you know, I started looking at, like, so now I'm, like, watching these anime shows, but I'm watching them for research on how much they're going to go. Like, it's like I'm getting in tune with a whole different side. And it's like, I mean, that's, that stuff is timeless and it's legacy. Like, that's just going to last forever and it's stand. Right. Right. That's just, you know, besides hoops, like. Right. Basketball cannot last forever. It can be a platform. It can definitely be a platform, but it won't last forever. Absolutely. Playing. That's real. Got to take the resources you got, soak up as much game as you can, build relationships. That's what life is really, from a success standpoint, is all about relationships. And then really doing what you want to do. But we're going to get into this artistic side here when it comes to the music right here in this little top five segment. So what we need to know is your top five rappers of all time, dead or alive. Who you got? You said dead or alive? Dead or alive. Top five rappers. That's so uh, I can't. I don't. I'm not gonna say in, in, I have a particular order on the top. Five, yeah, it don't have so. to be in order. No, no order. Yeah, no order. No order. Okay, I'm gonna have to go. Biggie, Pop, Hove, Jay Cole. Mm. Um, I gotta put Drake up there too. Oh, I like it. I like Hold it. Hold on. Like Hold on. Right. Now, are we talking about like lyrics it. or just straight artistry? We're talking about his top five. It doesn't matter. He, no, is this top talking. five based on artists or is it based on lyrical content? Listen, I, I, know, I, I know where you're say, going. I would say both. Lyrical content and like... Right, right, on right. And I know where you're going with this, Tito. Yeah, Drake didn't write all of his rhymes. I get it. But... Yeah, but nobody... The, the person that wrote it couldn't say it like Drake said. You feel me? Right, exactly. So he's putting Drake in his top. I, like he I was... I, yeah. He used, he used Drake to be the message. And that's yeah. that's the important thing to me. I, I can respect it. Puffy just put Drake in his top five, so I can't argue the shit no more. <laughs> so. I mean, I'm just saying, hey, Puff did it. You know he's a real OG. He's an OG. He's, 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 he's a real he's OG. Puff Daddy. So, so you I mean, got Biggie, Jay Z, like Pac, Cole, and Drake. He got an ill top five. Mm. Ill. Ill. That's a solid That's list. Ill, but I'm- Hey man, I'm a big Wu Tang fan too, so they probably six. <laughs> Who's your favorite out of the Wu Tang clan? Method Man. Method Man. Yo, Meth still uh, be spitting too. Meth don't get a lot of respect that he should get. You know, when we talk historically. But I mean, when you think about who's the best in the Wu Tang lyrically. I mean, you always say Meth, Ghostface, and who else? I mean, uh, I mean Raekwon, Raekwon. No, a lot of people. If you're a purist, you'll say I mean, Jizza, Jizza or yeah, Jizza, you'll say Jizza, Jizza or even Deck. Yeah, a lot of niggas like Deck too. Ooh, damn, sorry, Inspector Deck had one of the coldest verses on. Yeah, I mean, Winter War. <laughs> yeah, you solid, solid. Yeah. Next yeah. one. If you were stranded on an island. 
and you could only have three albums for your essentials, what would those three albums be? Uh, I'm going to take, okay, wait, 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 you said I'm stranded on an island? Stranded on an mm-hmm. island, and they said, we can ship you three albums until we can actually come and get you. What would those three <laughs> albums be to hold you over? Yeah, it ain't gotta be. It ain't gotta be on my top five. No, nah, nah. any album it could be R and B, could be rock and roll, could be whatever. What are those three albums? Okay, okay. Well, I'm a, my three albums. I'm gonna have to take some from different genres just for the vibe. You know, I'm on the island, so I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna take some Sway Lee for the for the island vibe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take one Sway Lee just for the vibe. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a Drake too. Which Drake okay. album? Which, which album? one? Yeah, which one? Okay, so the sway, the sway one. I'm gonna take Shrimp Three. Okay, that's like a good album. That's a double. That's a that's good a, album. Was that a double? It's like triple. That was a no, no, no. The double disc. Was that the double disc? Nigga, well, we streaming like, shit. Like, no, with, nobody's no disc no more. <laughs> Well, not double dance, but uh, y'all know what I mean. <laughs> so, Shrimp Three, what Drake album? Man, that's so tough. What Drake album would I choose? Probably one of the newer ones. Mm. Like I fucked with Views. Mm. I fucked with Views too. A lot of people like to say that "Take Care" is the classic. I well, fuck with you. Take care of the classic, but I'm not. I don't want to listen to that for trying on the island. Right. Yeah. So you going with like, views from know, six? Like you got some all different different types of vibes to it. Right. That's the one with passion fruit, right? Yes, views. Yeah. Views is yeah. Yeah. Views is yeah, cold. All Drake's albums is cold. I ain't even gonna front. Like, yeah. All right, so we got Sway Lee, Views from the Six. What's the third one? You need some Anita Baker in there or something. <laughs> what you, you got? <laughs> some Anita, <laughs> Anita Baker, Baker or something. What you nah, got? I need some hoes. He, he, he about to come with hoes. I already know. Now, I was about to say, I was about to say Ready to Die, Biggie. Mm. Ooh. I like mm. that. I like His flows in that was just OG. His cadence, I hear you. Yeah. I would probably choose life after death in that situation. Either one, you can't go wrong because it's more. It's it's a lot of different versatile records, but either way, any biggie, we're gonna take it. Classic. And the next one, that's a good list. I like that list. Top five. Fantasy female list. I know you got your lady and everything, but we talking. No. We talking Holly Berry. <laughs> we talking about Nia Long. What's the top five? Go three. Go top three. I don't feel like you're the top. Five. All right, we could do three. Like the top three. What's yeah, the top, top three? three? Let me just say mine real fast. Riri, <laughs> Riri, and Riri. All right, there you go. Oh, you are crazy. <laughs> Top man, I don't even. I don't even have a top. Three. I don't even have man. Oh, right. It's not. Yeah, I feel you on that. Like it's not a top. I feel like there ain't no top for real. Like 
I mean, we can go I, nostalgia. I, I think Drake has conquered all of his fantasies, and that's what we get. He had J Lo. He didn't have Holly Berry. He didn't have them all. If we could go back to the childhood and we could take what we wanted to take. Drake is cold, motherfucker. Drake is a bad motherfucker. We can't. (laughs) (laughs) We can't front on that. Right, right. I don't think there is. Tatiana Ali would be on my list. Love me some Tatiana Ali. I used to love Tatiana too. Fresh Christian Ballet. Yes, sir. Yeah. Give yeah, us man, three. What about NBA? Let's go to NBA. Oh, we want to skip the. We want to skip the top three fantasy females. We're gonna skip three. it. Gonna skip the top three. I got no comment. Yeah, we'll, yeah no comment. We'll, we'll skip the top three. We all know Riri's the number one for everybody. So, all right. Well, I guess we can go to the greatest NBA. of all time. Which, all what's time your list of the top five? Greatest players of all time. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this. I can't wait to hear this. I'm going to start it off. This is to make it easy. I'll just go ahead and throw go a list ahead. out there for me. My point yeah. guard is Isaiah Thomas. My shooting guard okay, is Michael Jordan. Okay. My small forward is Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. My power forward is where it kind of gets tricky. I'm going with Tim Duncan. Mm. And my center is Hakeem, the motherfucking dream. That's my okay. five. Well, let me let me go real fast, and I'm going to go Magic, Michael, Larry, and then I'm going to take Hakeem, put him at the four, and I'm going Shaq in my five. Nigga, Hakeem didn't play no damn four, but no, I get he it. He could, though. He, he could have. He could have. He, he could have. Thank you. Thank you, Willie. I understand he could have, but you're trying to, you're trying well, to get tricky with that's what I'm doing. It. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. <laughs> and you ain't fucking with me. <laughs> I got Hakeem at the four. Shaq the five. <laughs> he ain't fucking with me. <laughs> and I love Tim Duncan. Don't get it twisted. I love Tim Duncan. He would be my four. I'm on. I'm on. But I'm on record. I'm on record as saying that Shaq couldn't play in today's NBA. No, fuck, dude, you're crazy. Shaq would. I would draft Shaq. They would fucking stretch Shaq out. Who's he going to guard today? I don't think Shaq would be. He would have. He would have been on a team, but I don't think he would have been the impact. You're crazy. Yeah, right. Who's gonna guard him? Like, you gotta stop forty happening from all over then. He'd be from such a liability of- defensively. I just don't think you could have him on the court that much today. I don't know, man. Then you can make up for it. Then you can make up for You at least you got get- forty in the paint every night. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you you have to stop forty on the other end, dog. Like, Come on. Let alone the three pointer. So like you're gonna have a good inside outside game. If you got that in the league, you're gonna be a good let's, game. let's not act like Shaq wasn't nimble. Like, oh yeah. Orlando was Shaq was, yeah, but I don't know about Orlando Shaq was nimble. <laughs> yeah, Orlando Shaq was. Late late Shaq was not nimble. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> but early Shaq was nimble. He was. He was. So Willie yeah, Willie, good what's your feet. five? What you got? My my five at the point, uh, 
I would have to say, I would have to say, uh, Isaiah. Cool. My man. I, there yeah, we go. And two, and I'm gonna have to switch it up. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to switch it up. I'm about to put Ray Allen at the two and Jordan. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You're putting Ray at the two, and you said Jordan's going to be at the three? At the yeah, three. Yep. The four, I'm going to have ten, and I got to go to Shaq at the five. Ooh. <laughs> Yo, that is the like most interesting placement hey, of players I've ever two. heard. Kobe could be the two, too, though. I thought you were going to say Kobe for the two, Willie. I ain't going to front. I thought you were going to say Kobe, Kobe for the two. And then Jordan at the three. Because Kobe at the two and Jordan at the three are, I mean, that's unstoppable. Like, uh, now, that, now, that, now that I really think about it right there, I, have to put, I definitely have to put Kobe at the two. <laughs> Kobe at the two, Jordan See, at the three. now you cheating, though. <laughs> you can't have Kobe and Michael up there hey, together. Kobe Come on. Kobe and Michael on the same team. I feel you. you know. <laughs> that's unfair. It's unfair, but that's what it is. I like that. I like that top five. Solid five. But I got to ask you this like one it, question it goes, here. It goes after that, though, that I'm thinking, like, Ugh. I like the way this dude played, that dude played, this dude played. But I'm like, if you got to go with Grace, that's got to be. Right. You got to go with Ghost. Right. Right. I got to ask you about this name change. Is it true that you officially changed your middle name to Trill? Is that real? Wait a minute. Hold on. Willie, let me answer this shit. <laughs> is this Willie, fake news or is it real? Hey, Tito, that's trill, dog. That's yeah. trill. That's trill right there. So right. You, you filed court documents and changed your official government name with the middle name of Trill. That's a fact. Yeah, I, I back into like 2015 and did that. Trill. Wow. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> Bow. Dropped a bomb in the background. <laughs> what what went into the thought process there? It's dope. I'm not gonna lie. I've been thinking about changing my last name to X for a long time now. Tito X. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a tough process? Because I don't want to go through some bullshit if it's gonna take a long time. Is it easy to change the name or what? Hey man, it is it is a, it was it was a real easy process, honestly. Like it was really on some um hey man, it just happened like I was I was in there, I had to I had to like get my last name like official. So like I was going by Carly Stein and it wasn't official yet. So when I was going into league I finally wanted to have it all official, like my name officially yeah. Willie Carly Stein, but Willie Carly. But I was a junior too and my and like near like I didn't really grow over my pops like that, so like, I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to be a junior. Like, you know, uh, okay. I was like, like Floyd Mayweather. I ain't what's no the junior. Next, what's the next? What's the next? Uh, what's the next close thing that like you know the closest people's calling me? Like the people that I was in college with, like all the dudes I grew up with and stuff. They was calling me Trill, and like we had this like we was doing music, and, like we we started our own record label and shit like that, and like. Shoot, they was calling me Trill Will, like back in like 2014. So then, like everybody, I would love it. Party. I love it. Hold I on, it. hold on. You used to rap and dance. I tatted it on my stomach, man. I was rolling with this one named Rico, and Rico he, he introduced me to this dude that he was getting tats from. He was like, "Yo, he want to give you a free tat." I was, I was like, "I hate that." 
So he gave me a free take, and I'm like, shit, what do I want to get? And I, but he was calling me Trill at the time, because I had a Trill on my stomach. And then ever since that point, everybody from that point called me Trill. I love it. Trill Will. So did you rap? Yeah, so like, I was in there, I was in there with my mom. And like, uh, yeah, just actually a friend of my mom. So like, we were just in there, and I was like, Mom, I, I can change my name now? And she was like, because I was already changing it anyway to Willie Colley Stein. I was like, well, right. I can change my name too? And I was, she was like, yep. And I was like, what you going to change it to? I was like, shit. Maybe true, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. So your official, <laughs> your official day, name. Day, day, like, everybody thought it was done, but I was like. Nah, that shit is dope. But your official name is Willie Trill Cully Stein. That's your full name. Yeah, like. The Mad A, the Dallas Mavericks announcer, he, he, he announces the Willie Trill too. So, like, bro, you can't imagine. I love it. Right. <laughs> right. I love it. That's an OG move. That's an OG right. move. That's an OG move. <laughs> but did you rap with this record label or you just was a part of it? Did you got you got bars or what? I, know, I got some shit. Like I said, I'm an artist, man. Like, I, I, oh, I'm artist. shit. I'm like, real fast. Hey, like speaking of, like, speaking of of your art, Willie, real fast. Uh, some of the tattoos that you've gotten. Um, what what's maybe like your most your your most special tattoo that you've gotten, and where did your uh, affliction with tattoos kind of begin? Yeah, my, my, my aunts and my uncle and my mom, they all tatted, bro. They are like, so, like, when I was, like, uh-huh. I got my first tat when I was, like, 15. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was, like, it was, like, almost like a, like a thing. Like, if you got a tat, you was, like, a man. Like, you was, like. Right, right. right. <laughs> That's kind of how it was in my family. It's, like, yeah. like, and if you was old enough to get a tat, then you was, like, entering that side of, like, man, you want to say you could smoke a cigarette? You can, oh, you right. can have a <laughs> right. Do this, you can do like so. I was like seeing from a different side. I was like, Shit, I'm ready to get attacked. I'm ready to drink a beer. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to like, right. Right. <laughs> like but, I know from that point on, I just like got into it, and it was it was it's a journey. So I started getting tapped in different situations that I was going through. Like, I get attacked. I remember, like, every time I look in the mirror, every time I put on lotion, every time you know what I'm saying, I'm like, I gotta see that, I gotta live right, right. Are using this motivational stuff. I started using it like, and like, now when I'm dead and gone, like my body is literally gonna be a map, like, right? Wow. My journey. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So that's 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 how I was, like that's when it, like once I got to that point, I was like, I need my whole body. Up. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. Like, I already I already already went to a point of no return, and I got my neck. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how? Right, right, right. So so you've got your neck. You've got under your eyebrow. I mean, under your eye, you've got your chest, you've got your stomach, you've got sleeves, got my arms and my fingers, got my fingers. You got your legs? Have you? I got you I got started my legs. Like I got like my, I got my legs pretty much, but like I still got spaces of fill and stuff. Right. Right. But I got my back. I still got like spaces on the back, but it's kind of filled too. My forehead. That's crazy, but I do want to know if you got some bars for us. We want to wrap this up. Can we get a good eight, maybe sixteen from you? That I know you got something. Ah man, 
man. I ain't, hey, look, I'm not, I'm gonna keep it real. Oh, deep shit. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really go on the freestyle. Like, no, ain't gotta be no freestyles. I'm sure you wrote something back in the day. Are you better than Dame Lillard? Are you better than Shamar? What's his name? Uh, Shumpert? Like, are you better than those guys? Can we get something? Oh, speaking of Shump, hey, that's one of my OGs, too. That's my brother right Shump there. Shump was in Sacramento, oh, he right? he was with you in Sacramento? Yeah, he was out there. Yeah, he was with me in Sacramento oh, at the same wow. time with you, though. But, like, we would all be chilling, and they would just be rapping to us, like, like, hey, Shump, hey, Shump is real. Like, my time yeah. with Shump, me and him got to get together, and we made, like, two songs together. Like, Come on, he's, man. He's really showing me a different way, like how to do it on, like, because, you know, he used basketball as a platform to get his music and start his right. music, like, do what right. he's doing. Like, Shumper. He can still hoop, though. He can still go out there and hoop, though, but, like. Shumper was like, just on Vlad TV. He had a good interview. He's kind of showing, like, all of us young cats like that be rap. There's so many dudes that, like, that rap and make music in the league that, like, he right. kind of, like, paving the way to, like, hey, you can do this, too. Like, same right. with Dame. Like, he's kind of doing that. Who's same. better? Who's better? Like, you, Dame, or Shump? So, uh, neither one. Nobody's better. <laughs> Nobody's better. All right. What, what, I mean, what, who's what, better what, out of you what, and Sean? Like, what, what makes you better? Like, right. It is subjective. Hip hop is is very subjective. Like I don't know. Like for me, it's just it's a stress to me. It's an art. It's a it's like a right. It's an art. It's an art. From literally a, a one little like sound to like making a whole like song, like making a whole message behind it, like. Like, that process is so crazy to me. Well, like, let me ask you this. I, if you I had a record, that that, so like, if you right. if you had a record, did you want Shumpert or would you want Dane? Who would be the first you call? If you had a record you were working on, who would be the first call, Shumpert or Dane? That's, that's a valid question. Neither. I'd go with... Uh... The question ain't for you, nigga. <laughs> if we're talking about basketball players, you're doing a record, who's getting the call first? And I you know, honestly, I'm never I'm never really talked to Dame about anything. Like I've you know, I've only said what's up to him. Like I never really be shot. Right. So it'd be the be the OG. It's a stewardship of a lot of times. Right. Like I got, already got that connection. So like okay. I definitely go with Shump because I got his number. I don't got Dane's number. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. 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 I heard I heard Shump, I heard a couple of Shump joints. They bad. Now Shump is an artist though. Like yeah. it's not it's like there's no there's no good or bad. It's like if you right. watch this or just like he's gonna have a video to it, he's gonna have a right. Stuff right. Stuff. Gonna, right. Like, he or he like he don't spend time and money on it. Like that's the art of it. Like it's a visual art. It's a it's a sonic. It's a sound. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole different art. Like he's he's really like doing the artistry on like so many different levels with the fashion the same way. But like, right, right. That's that it right there. Like he's trying to he's trying to change. He's he's trying to like create a culture. He's trying to create like something that's like bigger than you know like it's like his legacy is something crazy. Especially and you got Tiana Taylor pushing it too. Like right, it's a powerful, like it's a power move. Like. Right. Yeah, he was on Vlad TV recently. Cool. Yeah, he was on Vlad, yeah, and he he kind of outed. I don't know if he outed Melo as God Body, but that that was something I didn't know. He was talking about how Melo introduced him to the whole five percent God Body name. Oh, like, really? Yeah, I was like, wow. Did Melo oh, wow. want you to tell that? And I just, <laughs> I mean, I guess he's not ashamed of it, but it wasn't something I don't think the general public knew. But yeah, he got an interview right. on the Flat TV. It was it was it was pretty good. It was interesting. But yeah, he talked yeah, a lot uh, about Melo. Like Melo is like his hero. Is he? I haven't. I've never yeah, met him, but he's, 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 he's
Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I've never met Shump, but he seems like he's a real dude. Hey, yeah, Shump's one of those brothers, for real. Yeah. Hey, Marvin Bagley can go, too. He got bars, too. That's what really? they say. Really? Marvin Bagley hey, got he, he, he be having, he got, he got, he got a whole, like, taste and shit, like, he really doing it. Like, he really, he really mess with the, the artistry shit, so, like, he really does some music. That's crazy. I didn't know so many guys were seriously making music in the NBA. Oh, there's so many. Hey, man, there's so many. Because, like, yo, we have so much downtime. Like, and we're not going to be on our feet, but, like, we can sit at a desk and, like, make music, like, on our downtime. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Right. You be in the gym half the day, and then the other day, like, you sitting down, you listen to music, you writing, you, like, that's a whole nother, it's a whole nother craft. Right. That's crazy. Right. But we definitely well, like, like Willie said earlier. I'm sorry, Tito, but like Willie said earlier, like basketball is an art, you know. And a lot of these guys, you know, we all we often hear basketball players want to be rappers. Rappers want to be athletes. And, you know. Oh yeah, no it goes hand that, in hand. You're right. Always no has. Either one of them can't do anything. So right, and it's it's a you know it's, I love when I hear that because it's like. It's like they do because there's two different sides to the to starting. There's two different sides to the like that level of eliteness. Like if you're doing it on both ways, you're like, mm-hmm. like you get to see like when in the summertime when you were like training there, like like I trained in LA, so like you're seeing all this. So one night you gonna see future. You gonna be right next to future. One night you gonna be right mm-hmm. next to where. One night, right now you gonna be like mm-hmm. you gonna see all these dudes that you like listen to. You gonna be like, damn, like they just like me. Right, doing this right. Like, and then they're looking at you like, damn. Just like me, right, right, right. And then the only thing, like for me, is like I look at them and I'm like, y'all, y'all got more freedom than us. Like you can, you can say and do what you want, right? And that's why we want to be you. That's why we want to be hip hop artists. Like when they say that, because like they can do and say, well, like we can't say what we want to say. We can't do what we really want to do. We can't do it. You know what I'm saying? You, can, you know, there's no, there's no time for a slip up. Like you can't afford to slip up. Like, but like you know, being a hip hop artist, you can do whatever. Not right. crazy better so like right, right. for a while you know what I'm saying you're gonna make more money like it's crazy watching it from like right the standpoint where I'm at yeah well yeah, I, I think I think you're definitely gonna be able to express yourself take life by the reins and your career by the reins and go to the next level and continue to evolve your game on the court and off the court just off this conversation Nothing but blessings and good things are going to come to you, brother. And we appreciate you hopping on the podcast. It was a phenomenal conversation. And we typically end this off. Unbelievable. Buzz, thank you for helping this up. I don't know if Buzz told you I busted his ass back in um back in Hampton on the uh, one-on-one. Here, here you well, we go. played one-on-one. So, so if you really need a coach and you need <laughs> a trainer and you need somebody to come and motivate you, I'll come out there. You can just pay me hourly. I'll come out there and I'll train you and I'll hook you up. Because Buzz, if Buzz got you to that level, I'll take you to the next level. But <laughs> either they don't. I appreciate y'all. I was getting bored in my crib, so this conversation... <laughs> hey, and I don't know, Buzz. Tell him, tell him offline some other stuff we got going on. We we got some stuff that creatively yeah, no, we, we want to do. But we'll um, cut, either cut they don't. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me sign it out. Let me sign it out. Let me just say too, uh, before you before you before you sign us out, Tito. Um, I appreciate you really. 
uh, like I said, there's multiple people um, that have supported you that are really proud of you, uh, including me. And uh, I appreciate you just giving us the time for this in-depth, you know, interview um, and being real, man. I, I feel like, you know, there's uh, so many uh, fake um, just you know, like you said, propaganda out there. Um, I just really appreciate um, you giving us this this candid interview and, and just being, you know, no real. And uh, I appreciate that as as a OG brother to you. And um, thank you. Nah, I love it, man. It was really cool. Man. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. All right, and either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the huddle. We're going to see y'all next time. Willie Trill, Cully Stein. Thank you, brother. Have a good one.